Hey everyone, thanks for tuning in. This is Official Eric, and you're listening to Halfway Okay. Was that so fucking hard? I could do it better. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> oh boy, Boppy Boppy, every Moppy. Oh god, Sean Green's here. Oh, getting it to you. Getting it to you on a silver platter. Uh, oh, you know, we've got a big banger here at episode Halfway Okay Show here tonight. Uh, I, man, so strap in to your seat. Okay? So we have Danny. That was good. It was Danny. Was, what, that, the, uh, what? was that the opening? or is it No, s- this is... The opening was done. Now oh. this is where we start the show. Fucking introduce me. I'm about to right now. Okay, where was I? Ooh, goopy goppy. Oh man, I'm funny. Oh, oh, and then we also have is with me as a Danny Fast Paws. <laughs> Taking his time there. <laughs> it is Hey, Sean Anthony. Hey, man. Okay. How you doing, man? Oh, not very good. Yeah? <laughs> yeah? My old uncle, uh, Archimedes, um, the eyeball king, Oh, Ar- yeah, Archie. passed away. Wow, no. And not to confuse anybody, mm-hmm. he wasn't actually recognized as a sovereign entity. Oh. <laughs> eyeball king, which is a family nickname. <laughs> okay, well, thank you for, the, for that clear up. Uh, I'm sorry for your loss. And why did they call him the Eyeball King? Oh, uh, Danny, weird. why did, hey, why did they? You see, back when uh, Archimedes was just a 10-year-old little boy, mm. uh, his parents came up to him and said, hey, old Arch, what do you want for your birthday? And he said, a hundred eyeballs. <laughs> so it became a tradition on Archimedes' birthday to give my balls. Yeah. Now, human eyeballs are not as easy to get. Not anymore. So a lot of the time, it would be a mixture of doll eyes <laughs> or like uh, small game eyes. Yeah. Every once in a while, you could find an actual human eyes. And Archimedes just loved these eyes. <laughs> He'd just put them all over his face like a spider. <sighs> Do all sorts of stuff. Yeah. So his 11th birthday, <laughs> little Archimedes' birthday rolls around. Yeah. And his parents go, hey, Arch, what do you want for your old birthday? He has 1,100 eyeballs. Oh, my God. Yeah. So we all, everyone pitched in. Yeah. Got him. Uh, he When he was 11, I think I was in my 20s at this point. Oh, that makes sense. Yeah. yeah. Our family structure is a bit confusing. It's yeah. Franklin. So we all got him 1,100 eyeballs. Yeah. He just had a ball with them eyeballs. <laughs> <laughs> so his 12th birthday rolls around. Oh. The parents come up, large. What you want? It's your birthday. Guess what he wanted? Probably twelve hundred. He eyeball. wanted no. He wanted twelve hundred eyeballs. Oh my god! At it's... this point, he's has so many eyeballs. Yeah. His thirteenth birthday rolls around. Yeah. He gets thirteen hundred eyeballs. Oh my god. Fourteen, fourteen hundred, fifteen, fifteen hundred, seventeen, 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 seventeen. Yeah. So this just keeps. This is just the family tradition. Sure, he's still not the eyeball king. No, not not even yet. Not yet. Oh, wait at this boy. point, he only has so many hundreds of eyeballs. Yeah. So his thirtieth birthday rolls around. His parents come up to him, Lord, what do you want? It's your birthday. Thirty hundred <laughs> eyeballs. And he gets them. We make it happen. Yeah. 
He's our favorite uncle. Well, of course. His 31st birthday. <laughs> he goes, I want 3,100 eyeball of them, their eyeballs. Yeah. So 3,100 of them, their eyeballs is yeah. what he ended up getting. It's his birthday. And that year was hard, but we made it happen. Yeah. His 32nd birthday, yeah. he gets in 3,200 of them eyeballs. <laughs> 33, 3,300 of them eyeballs. 34, 3,400, 35. 3,500 eyeballs on that one. It's a lot. On that particular one. I remember wow. that one. <laughs> 36. When he turned 36, he got 3,600. Uh-huh. And so on and so forth. There's, You're starting to detect a pattern at this point. Mm-hmm. So it rolls, got a lot of birthdays. Yeah. It rolls around uh, about you know 60. Mm. By this point, he is the eyeball king. Yes. Because we're like, God damn, him and these fucking eyeballs. <laughs> so on his 60th birthday. <laughs> yep. His parents, very old at this point. Mm. Oh, little Arch, what do you want for your birthday? I don't know why we always ask you. <laughs> and then he's like, oh, 60, eyeballs. Wow. And got them fucking eyeballs. 61, 6100, 62, 62, 63, 64, 64, 65, 6500 on his 65th birthday. Yeah. And the so on and so forth. 70 rolls around. <laughs> and then you what? will never guess what he asked for on his 70th birthday. I, I, uh, his parents came up to him and said, Little Arch, eyeball king, what do you want on this 70th birthday of yours? 70 hundred eyeballs. I was God. shocked. That is not an easy number of eyeballs to get your hands on. No, of on. course not. He turned 71, 7100, 7200, 73, 7300, 74, 75, 76, 7600, mm-hmm. 77, 78, 79. These are the ages he's getting. Yeah, yeah, yes. Okay. On his 80th birthday, his old parents came up to him and said, Oh, our walking. What do you want on your birthday of yours? 80 hundred of them eyeballs. We, we made it happen. <laughs> yeah. But that was a tough one. Oh. <laughs> on his 81st birthday. Yeah. A 100 of them eyeballs, mm. 82, 82, 100, 83, 80, 300, wow. 84. Jeez. He gives them 8,400 eyeballs. Mm-hmm. And then he gets sick, though. Oh. But he gets better. Okay. And then on his 85th, he gets 8,500, 86, 8,600 eyeballs. On his 87th, 8,700 eyeballs. Yeah. 88, he gets sick again. Oh, my God. And he wants 8,800 eyeballs as well, despite being sick. He did get it that time, mm-hmm. but it became very clear that that was going to be his last birthday. Yeah. So he was in the old sick tent, <laughs> and we're talking to him or whatever. It's last few days. Yeah. Uh, and this is like, there's like seven months till his next birthday, so we're pretty sure Yeah. he's reached the amount of eyeballs that he's going to get his little hands on. And we're all walking past, talking to him, and I'm just like... Oh, I'm Clark Mathies, the eyeball king. What did you want all them eyeballs for? And he looked up at me with the prettiest little eyes, and he says, he starts to speak, but then he died. And today we also have a special guest with us. You might know him from his ongoing role on NCIS. Ladies and gentlemen, official Eric. Thank you. 
ladies Hi. and gentlemen, Sean's contribution to the episode. That's all I wrote for today. Official Eric. Yes. Hi. Hello. How have you are you? Great. Oh my god. I apologize apologize, Sean kept you waiting so long with that intro. <laughs> Thanks, man. I appreciate Happy Okay for flying me out here on my own dime. Oh yes. <laughs> Thank yeah. You. Official Eric lives not in Dayton area, Ohio, mm-hmm. in surrounding cities. He lives in where? Portland, Oregon. Heart Unknown. Home of Fred Armisen's. Portlandio, the Have show. you ever been sexually assaulted by Fred Armisen? No, but I did meet him at a Nick Cave concert. I bet he's terrible. He seemed fine, right? He's got a bad face. He's okay. <laughs> Danny doesn't like Fred Armisen at oh, all. I don't either. Oh. I don't like him because he's not funny, and he like sexually abuses women. Is this sexual abuse thing real, or did they just roughed up some ladies? <laughs> I don't know. I guess one's okay with Sean. <laughs> no, I just I want to get the facts no, straight. Fred Armisen, not to just always continue to talk about these fucking celebrity sexing up people. He does a thing where he's like, "Oh, I'll get you a big break or whatever." Oh, sleep with me so in my Weinstein. old sleep with me in my old dick. That's what Sean said to me to get me on the show. Yeah, like, I really want to come on. And yeah, it was, why like, are you fly here? out here and hop on? <laughs> you all... seem like a real person. Yeah. With great things in their life, mm-hmm. and yet here you are in Kettering, Ohio, home of the Whopper, in for the my basement birthday. of a sad man's <laughs> home. <laughs> yeah, yeah, you're turning forty. Yeah, he's turning. Official Eric is turning forty tomorrow. This is he, lot, you're gonna be an adult, and he's out here in Dayton, Ohio. We've never met in IRL, correct? Right. So I want that on camera. And so is Danny, too. Did you come out because tomorrow you'll be too old to listen to this show? (laughs) Exactly. That's exactly why I came out. (laughs) Too many sound effects? Is that why? (laughs) I can't believe you're going to be 40. I I feel 14. I don't feel 40. When I look at you, and then I turn my head and look at you, if someone would say, which of these people is older? Yeah. Of course. Uh, Well, it's my my diet. Uh, Okay, hold on. (laughs) If you were walking down the street yes. and saw this man mm. and then saw yourself in a mirror and someone said, who's older? Uh, yeah, me. Yeah, I'm objective. You, do look, you don't look 40-ish. Well, you look you. very young. You know, how do you feel about that, being told this? Well, it's fine with me. I mean, I, I can take up younger women. Yeah. I mean, you don't do that, you dirty dog. His wife only listens to the parts that he points out to, so he's safe. <laughs> she has no idea. It's, it's cool. Yeah. We have an understanding that she doesn't understand what I'm doing. <laughs> so it's fine. That's good. That's good. Good. Um, kind of like Sean and Julie's arrangement. No, well, with her, I, I'm just always... Well, you don't understand testing. anything. Oh, I get it. That's funny. I don't get the show we're watching. <laughs> <laughs> Please explain who Monk is. Is that Monk? <laughs> When's Monk going to do that mystery? Yeah. <laughs> I like Monk. You watch that one? I've never seen Monk. Oh, it's great. I've never seen it. Tony Shalhoub. Wings. Star of the remake of 13 Ghosts. Oh, my God. I never saw it. It's actually really good. Well, I don't know about that. You've seen the remake of 13 Ghosts. I haven't seen that. I've seen the original. What? I've never it's seen It's actually like the first remake that I'm like, okay, that was worth it. We've talked about it on the show, right? Mm-hmm. I guarantee I've talked about 13 Ghosts. I don't remember any of it. I, I, I'm not a horror movie guy. You know what I mean? I'm barely even a movie guy. I'm barely even anything. I like TV. I like video games. That's it. Stu from Scream is in it. It's his name, Matt. 
Matthew Lillard. Matthew Lillard. I. Who's he in Scream? Stu. Who's Stu in Scream? One of the killers. Spoiler alerts. Oh, Stu. Oh, Matthew Lillard. From uh, House. From uh, huh? He was on an episode of House. Is Matthew Lillard the one in SLC Punk? Yeah. Yeah. He's punk rock. Mm. Right, guys? No doubt. <laughs> Walking through them spider webs. That's punk. So why are you here? Why so punk? I'm here to hang out with you guys. Yeah. It's so sad. It's <laughs> your saddest birthday. Trust me, I've, I've just figured that out. <laughs> I'm not impressed. What, I've, what have I done? Yeah. No, this, I don't know. This isn't even a desk. No, it's a, it's a fold-out card table. What about cool setup, huh? So you actually you used to actually work on a radio show, a real one, a nat- way back nationally in like late, syndicated, yeah, one. in the late nineties. Yes, 90s. Lady Howard Stern. Mm-hmm. In the late nineties, so like the technology they used was like twenty years newer than what we use. <laughs> yeah, we had Crash Just Dummies on. So mm-hmm. really, oh yeah, the band with the one song. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think the Ghost wrote some songs for Weird Al, if I'm not mistaken. Is that true? No. Is it? No. They wrote a song and then Weird Al made funnies on it. Got it. I get it. This mm-hmm. is flowing. Oh, okay. I get it. Mm-hmm. Uh, mm-hmm. Yeah. But we our show got canceled because we had uh, Fishbone and a bunch of strippers uh, and we were drinking and then they all got naked, left the studio, and then like uh, wreaked havoc among the office and... Why were naked, the while naked. Fishbones. <laughs> <laughs> I, I think Fishbone is a band. I don't know who they are. So it was. It was. It was. What, what was it again? Liz McCarco. Uh, the Liz Wild Show. Liz Wild Show. Boy, was it wild from the stories you've been telling me. When did you stop going by that name? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's that's wild. So like it, they. So what was it? They were like strippers, and then like a, a hip hop band. Or something like that, and then they got naked, and then like we had everybody on the show. We had like um, Ed McMahon, Margaret Cho. Um, she was on Mass Singer. She was. Spoiler alert. She's a pood. Um, we had Dee Dee Ramon. He was supposed to come on. What? His his band came. Yeah. But Dee Dee was sick. Uh, he was out scoring heroin. heroin. Yeah. yeah. Um. Yeah. So we had we had a lot of different kind of people come on and stuff like that, and, and then you got fired, got which fired. is so sad. That's fine. I got to, I got to do, do a lot of cool things. Um, we had, um, well, I showed you the video. We had Lloyd Kaufman come in from Troma. And, uh, there's, there's some sketchy things on I that was, YouTube video. I was getting impressed. And then you said Lloyd Kaufman, and then I don't care anymore. What's wrong with Lloyd Kaufman I agree. from Troma? I don't know. I'm not a fan of the Troma films. They had, like, the guy who was the voice of Toxic Avenger I was, on there. I 100%, and this is, I'm not being funny. Mm. I'm being absolutely genuine. I respect... The integrity and comedic originality of Mad TV, <laughs> ten thousand times more Absolutely. than trauma. Absolutely. Oh look, it's slime and gross. I don't get it. Oh, we're gross. Is that Asian what... people are funny. Is that Mad TV? We're gross. Is that no, that's trauma. I don't know. And you see how he's doing? He's calling it trauma, not yeah. trauma. It's just whatever. Thing. It's cute. Uh, Sorry, I have a speech impediment. <laughs> trauma. Trauma. Watch that shit. I mean, I've only, I, to be honest, I've only seen two trauma movies, and they were fine. I saw the first Toxic Avenger, very violent, and then I saw Tromeo and Juliet. It's about With incest. Yeah. Yeesh. Why are they doing that? Kissing their brother and their sister. 
They had made love. Have you ever read or watched Ooh. Romeo and Juliet? Uh, do they make love? <laughs> Have you? Uh, yeah, with Leonardo DiCaprio. Okay. It's great. <laughs> it's uh, one of uh, the best, best films. You know, it's, it's that in Mario Brothers. John Leguizamo. Oh, yeah, he was. He's good. We, he was like uh, Tybalt. We had John Leguizamo on our show, and then we got free tickets to go see him that night. And so a couple of us from the uh, from the show all set our phones to go off at a certain time because we just wanted to fuck with John Leguizamo during his live show. And so we just set him. We were sitting on the balcony, and we set him up, and they all went off like clockwork oh and just God. went crazy. And we were just... We were just laughing so hard. He got so pissed, and <laughs> he's terrified. It, it was worth it. It was so funny. Wow, what's well, Tybalt's big line? Uh, Tis not white as a bondor, but twill serve. Isn't that his line? I, I don't know. When he gets wounded, forsooth, but forsooth, perchance betwixt. So like John Leguizamo even gets picked on now that he's like made it. Yeah, and he's an A grade celebrity. Is he not A grade? He was in uh, Sandlot. Oof! He well, voiced the dog. If I had to give him an, if I had to give John Leguizamo A grade, it'd be a C. Do you know they're gonna make a Sandlot television series? Never seen that movie. Hmm. People like it. His kid's hat's weird. I hated that hat. The bill was way too dumb, long. It's it's like, what are you doing with this hat? How do you know about his hat if you've never I, seen it? I know the hat. Notice how he said son lot, like he doesn't know how to say it. He has a speech impediment. I'm a speech impediment. You know, it's so cute. Um, yeah, man, I don't know. I don't know nothing. Speaking of Sandlot, though, in the series, can yeah. I have the buzz cord? Already? Yeah, because we're going to okay. watch the trailer. Of what? The Sandlot sequel? The Sandlot television series. What is that? Is it a prequel? What I just said. Is no, it a sequel? Because it's the same fucking people. They're all old men now. Ew, really? Mm-hmm. That's weird. Wait, we're doing this on your phone? It's just audio. Oh. We want to see the pictures. It's This is a podcast. Oh, okay. All right. Did you give you follow? Yeah, I get it. Okay. Yep, there we go. <laughs> <laughs> okay, okay. Give it up, give it up. No, sorry. I love doing that so much. Start over. That's fine. Did you know? <laughs> this this edition of Did you know, by the way, is to teach you about Ohio, since you are a foreigner. <laughs> Did you know? Ohio is one of the fifty states. Hmm. What? Probably one of the higher numbers. <laughs> <laughs> Did you know? It's a Liz Wild, you were saying. <laughs> yeah.
<laughs> Can I just say that Dayton, Ohio is the brownest city I've ever been in? Ooh. Yeah. What? what? Oh, because Sean, Sean follows Barack Obama on Blogspot, so he automatically assumed you were being racist. <laughs> Whereas you met how deteriorated and gross all the buildings are. No, no, I was actually being racist. Oh, okay. <laughs> Finally, we can say I it. I mean, I come from Oregon, and we don't have <laughs> just wall-to-wall Indians in Dayton. <laughs> no, I do. I do love the 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 brown and the dreary with the snow, the black snow. Mm. That's the best. You, you guys interested in coming to Dayton now? Huh? You don't have black snow in Oregon. Are you being racist? Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes we get in our parking lots when it snows in our area. Very rarely, though. It's. I feel like they filter all the snow in Ohio just through a car exhaust. <laughs> so how much, like... So, like, you've lived in Portland all your life, right? Yes, unfortunately. And, like, do you feel... Because I've even, I've, even, I've even done it while you've been visiting, but, like, half joking, but then also half, like, asking questions. Like, are you, do you get sick of people like kind of treating you like you're from some other like almost like a new yorkish type place like oh my god is this like this in portland in portland do they drink out of mason jars too like they do here portland has become just infiltrated with the californians and Mm -hmm. nobody nobody if you're true oregon you don't like californians yeah because they just come in they just just messed everything up they've jacked up the housing uh and apartments and I mean, they've just they've just taken over everything. Yeah, and there's no too much tie dye. Mm. Not enough. If you ask me. Flip so it. everything you see now is basically just California, huh? Said the Northwest. So it's R.I.D. California. Yeah. R.I.D. Oh, already. Sorry. You need to you need to enunciate, bud. Did you understand <laughs> what I said? Already. Okay. Well, yeah. Now, Why, quit quit <laughs> sucking. Why don't up. you pull the fucking now and later's out of your ears? <laughs> <laughs> uh it's not time. Uh so okay. That, oh. All right. I had another question. It's fine. No, no, you even I know to be quiet. No, I I know. I'm just I mean the new punishment did you know? <laughs> <laughs> They teach you about sick bumpers like that at your pod meetups. <laughs> I don't even think they did. You knew. Uh, although it was one of the states that never ended up having such a program. Uh, in 1963, Ohio was still trying to pass legislation to create a eugenics program. <laughs> we did it. Oh, it's bad. Yeah. Do you know what eugenics are? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Did you know? 
deep news. Deja knew. Eric started clapping, so I thought it was funny to clap too. He likes them, not me. I'm innocent. Well, you were you were kind of acting like you were into eugenics earlier. No. When we were talking about that baby graveyard. No. (laughs) You didn't say that that woman should stop having kids. No, that's different. No, listen. Okay. Didn't say she should be sterilized. No, I I didn't. No, I said she. (sighs) We were talking about. One thing you didn't say is her body, her rights. I d- well, you were definitely trying to impose your will. What I was talking about. Okay, so Eric mm. not, used to. Mm. <laughs> used to we, okay. Dijanoo. <laughs> There's now a part two of actual Sean Green Facebook posts or Alan Jackson song lyrics. You coming in swinging, huh? This guy, this is great. Okay. Do you want to explain to Eric what the, okay. what the segment yeah. is? Yeah, to Eric and the listeners, um, this is a this is a, a segment, Eric, where Danny goes through my old Facebook posts. The segment is. <laughs> I will read a selectment of text, and everyone has to decide whether it's an actual Sean Green Facebook post or a section of Alan Jackson's song lyrics. Okay. Are you familiar with Alan Jackson? I know the name. I've never listened to him. We just did. What is one of his greatest hits? This is him. Okay. You never heard Chattahoochee? thought you were from Oregon, the country music capital. (laughs) If you were from Ohio, you would know this song. That's a train. No, it's not. Kinda. The song's about rivers. Oh, it's a steamboat. Oh my god. Well. All right. (laughs) Are you both ready to play? Yes. That's exciting. Okay. I only got to play alone before. If anyone spots a real snowman in the wild, please let me know. I've got to save Xmas. (laughs) Sean Green, Facebook. That's correct. You're losing, Sean. Okay. I. That's a pretty. That's a good. Okay, go on. What were you doing? I think that was for the old Halfway Okay video series. I wanted to have a real snowman. You weren't just being cute. And I was uh, being, you know, cute. Did you find one? No, it did not really snow that year. Sorry to remind you of your failure. Yeah. Next one. If you don't think this looks awesome, then you're stupid and dumb and an idiot. <laughs> Below that is a link yeah. to www.makinggameofthrones.com. 
HBO dash making Game of Thrones. Visit the official production diary of Game of Thrones coming to HBO in 2011. I, now, is okay. that, hold on, is that a Sean, actual Sean Green Facebook post or a selection of Alan Jackson song lyrics? Probably Alan Jackson, right? Because you, you, you hate that show and make fun of it, right? On here? I, uh... I didn't know. Uh, no, it actually was me. Oh. I, in my defense, I didn't. I didn't know the show was going to be uh, not what I wanted out of that show. Uh, Brand should have not been wearing shoes. All right, that's two for Eric. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> Move on to the next one. Yep. This is how we spend the last day being thirty-nine. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Look at what I found all by myself. The plea at the very end is awesome. Kimmel is awesome. And there's a link to YouTube.com. Jimmy Kimball on Jay Leno's 10 at 10. Is that an what? actual Sean Green Facebook post? Or Alan Jackson song lyrics? I never. I do not remember ever posting anything Kimmel related. That would be 2010. Whoever posted this or wrote it into a song <laughs> has thought Jimmy Kimmel is awesome for at least nine years. That's not true. Not, I mean, it was, it was, I was probably joking. It was being ironic. Uh, it's me. It was, oh, like, like with the Sean Anthony thing. <laughs> no, cop, I was just joking about being drunk and speeded. <laughs> All right. All right. Ready for the next part? Is that three for me? Three. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Sean, you're at zero. You're doing really good. Thanks, man. Bravo. This is neat. So I'm passing this on. Change your profile picture on Facebook to an image from a cartoon from your childhood. The goal of the game, not to have a single human face on Facebook, but an invasion of our collective childhood memories for the time of a week. Hey, we did it. We did it. Ladies and gentlemen, we did it that day. There's a second part to this. Oh. Now, either about a week later, or perhaps in a later verse in the same Alan Jackson song, (laughs) if this is in fact an Alan Jackson lyric. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's a continuation that says L-O-L, but spelled out like, like E-L-O-H-E-L. Because I was above and it's using... a CNN article about how Facebook cartoon character campaign brings child abuse to an end. It's very sarcastic thing from CNN, and Sean is... Or I mean, Sean or Alan Jackson <laughs> is referring to this as if the whole thing was stupid and they weren't involved. And then continues on to say... For the record, my profile pick is Yukon Cornelius because I like Christmas. Jesus Christ. Now, is that an actual Sean Green Facebook post or an Alan Jackson song lyric? I, I, would, I would hope that you would have never posted anything like that. Chad, what are you? What's your guess? Uh, I mean, it's I don't know. I'm not really. I don't know a lot of his other works. All of his uh, most of the radio hits. So I'm not. His, it's really no. It's who's telling. So what? No one has a guess on this one. It's Sean. It's Sean. Yeah, it's it is. Me. It's me. So, <laughs> so this is for what now? What did he do this for? Um, this is Jesus. a Facebook cartoon character campaign to end child abuse. This is as far as you went to end child abuse. It's all, what can I do? I did everything I could. Stop hitting kids. For the record. <laughs> you can do that. I, well, I wasn't. From what I learned from the comments, you change your profile picture to Snagglepuss. Is that true? Yeah. But then you acted like 
you thought the whole thing was stupid. Yeah, and was. even I mean, made a comment about how your current Yukon Cornelius profile picture was just because of Christmas and not related to this. So you acted like you hadn't participated. Huh. When you could you scroll did. a week back. I know I did. <laughs> participate. Okay. Plus. Now this one. Oh, there's more. This is the last one. This is fun. Now, <laughs> if this is a Sean Green Facebook post, it's not that bad. Mm-hmm. If it is an Alan Jackson lyric, who knows? Right? Political, funny Christmas. And there's a link. You, are you? No, I don't know what going? this is. Why? YouTube.com. This is like the links edition. I love links. You a know YouTube.com me. link to Occupy Scrooge, a Christmas carol with an Occupy bed. And if you can see Sean's demeanor, how it just wilted in front of our eyes, you would have enjoyed that a little bit more. So, unfortunately, I couldn't find uh, any way for us to watch that other than this link (laughs) that I'm about to email you. There we go. Man. All right. Do you want to kind of explain what this is, or should we just go in blind? Jesus Christ. Did you watch it? Yeah. (laughs) Of course. Okay. Show favorite Greg Nichols. Uh He's done a lot. That was the sounds of me <laughs> forwarding an email. This is very realistic. Uh, show favorite Greg Nichols um, has uh, has made a lot of uh, of films, both short and feature length. And this is one of the feet the shorts. How, how I, much of it do you remember? I literally have completely forgot about it until right now. Um, do you remember what part you play? I uh, I. I'm only assuming because I'm fat and have a beard that the ghost of Christmas passed, but I, I cannot tell you. Okay. There we go. There's me and my fat face. Luckily, so we're gonna... it's only like three minutes, so we can watch the entire oh, thing. Oh, can we? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Hold on. Don't let it play real fast. This viewing of Occupy Scrooge is brought to you by Ian Hendon's Beats. <laughs> Why? He was messaging me right before we recorded about advertising beats. Oh, no, that's well, that's beat awareness is important. Yeah. Eat, eat beats at home while watching this, please. We had a beat beer today. Yeah, we did have a beat beer. We've been hanging out. Cool. Did you hack you, Zach? We thought about it. We didn't. Um, it was very good. <laughs> this is just in time for Christmas in cold in time. Uh, this is also like. I believe this was like during the Occupy movement. Remember? Really? <laughs> In case you didn't know. Was it also during Christmas times? It might have been. Um, okay. Let's do that. Hold on. Did you okay. did you participate in Occupy Wall Street or anything? Or did you only participate in he Occupy Scrooge? Profile picture. <laughs> I did change my profile pic to Wall Street, but upside down. Uh, no, I did go to some protests. Thank you. Oh, the gas strike? Did you really go to a protest? What did you protest here? I can't. It's fine. I don't know. Whatever the fuck Occupy was. It was just some vaguely like, we're mad, I guess. And then we stood around with signs. I don't fucking know. Shot occupied Danbury Dollar Saver movie theater by watching movies there. (laughs) 
And he also occupied Scrooge. <laughs> All right, let's watch this, I guess. Got an old man here. and This is Chuck Lukowski. He's a very good actor. Scrooge, you have a Christmas banquet with the governor at 7 today. Do you want me to finish buying everything on the gift list? It's a very corporate Scrooge. Yeah, but you hear that just then. Yeah, he's wearing a Scrooge. This is like modern day. And now he's spying an old ghost with a chain. Jacob Marley? He just said his name. Uh, you must turn from your callous. Now, hold on. There's a man with clearly plastic chains <laughs> across his neck. Yeah. Well, he's a ghost. He could lift it. They're plastic, though. I wish he would have been covered in, like, flour or something. That would have been good. Uh, sorry. I believe the Halloween Express tag is still on those chains. <laughs> okay. Okay. He's wearing a scream mask. Not really. He's not. That'd be better. You will be visited by three ghosts. Bah humbug. How does he not know like the Scrooge story if this is in modern day? What do you mean? Wouldn't he have like seen any of the Scrooge movies? This is this or is DuckTales? No. <laughs> this is in a modern day world that Scrooge never existed. Ooh. Does that make sense? I follow. Are you? How impressed are you right here now, Eric? I actually have to pee real quick. Is that okay? Oh my god! <laughs> I've been drinking a lot. Now that's uh, is it? This is a good time to piss while we're watching Occupy right by Scrooge. Okay. Okay, bud, you back, bud? You you take your tinkers? Out with Yuld in with a new. Perfect. Don't call him bud like he's Tony. Oh, you're right. We just met yesterday. <laughs> I, you know, I, that's, you're right. You 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 tink? Yes. Friend? No? Is that better? Better. Okay, so what do you think so far? How are you blown away? Yeah. <laughs> Here you go. I want to show you the past. Okay, so this is, this is the ghost. Well, wait. The ghost of Christmas. Did you just call her the ghost? No, the ghost of Christmas past. She handed oh, him. What if there was something called the ghost? The ghost? Yeah, like a it's ghost like a, roast. Yeah, just a gross, gross ghost. ghost. Oh. That's our new show name. The gross. The ghost. <laughs> Welcome to the ghost. I'm a ghost. I'm gonna, I'm gonna come up with what the ghost is. Okay, shortly. I love it. Talk about uh, it after break. She she handed uh, modern day Ebenezer Scrooge. A uh, looks photo like an old black and white photograph of David Cross. Yes, next to Tony Soprano. <laughs> simpler. Your father wasn't a rich man, but he was always able to make ends meet, and he had job security back then. He worked all his life. But at least he had a steady job. He was a union man. I never respected him. Burn. So hold on. Is the point here that he shouldn't run his own business? He should work for someone else. I really don't know what is the that point. what the gross is trying to say. Well, I, we keep interrupting. I'm not sure. I I think I think it's fine. Okay. Uh, I think it's about corporations mm. and uh, uh, unions. Them ruining Christmas. Okay. <laughs> okay. So there's like kind of no transition between no. the ghosts. Now there's ghost the second him. ghost. <laughs> so here's the second ghost. It's basically, Sean Green <laughs> in neon green. Lycra gloves doing a black person's voice. No, come on! I'm just having a big booming voice. You're talking like the tall dude from, uh, from, uh, <laughs> Living Single. 
You kind of have an Omar voice there. Thank you. Here, Ebenezer. This is Bob Cratchit. He used to work for your company. He's a for your company. <laughs> he was gainfully employed until the crash of 2008. The unions couldn't protect his job. It's just a, it's just a sad man wearing a white T-shirt because that's what blue collars wear, and, and he's drinking a beer. Looks like a father who listens to Metallica. <laughs> he's sitting on the toilet. <laughs> he might be on the. He might be. He's matching everything in the room with him. I don't remember. Yeah, it's a very white room. I don't remember where we were when we shot this. That man's dead now. Probably. He's not. That. He was killed by the ghost. <laughs> Besides, I can only respond to the market. I did pretty well after 2008. Made more money than ever. Of course you did. <laughs> okay. I'm... Can you say that line? <laughs> In real life? Yeah. Do you want me to be all huffy and like Just disappointing? Like of course you did. Pretty good, huh? It's Black Spock. <laughs> That's what you're doing. Fascinating, Captain. Word. That's bad. It's oh. racist. That's racist. I'm sorry, Eric. I'm not racist. Okay. Can we get through this, please, without being me a bad guy? All right. <laughs> His wife left him when their son, Tiny Tim, died. He was crippled, you see, and... I don't think I'm allowed to say crippled. I think it's... That's fine. Is it? The medical insurance just ran out. Well, I'm certain he's in a better place. No. The old refrain of the rich. Satiate the poor with hopes of religion. Well done, sir. It's actually a really good line that I feel like you didn't know half the words. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. It's very so. This whole thing's soapboxy. But we were angry for some reason and we didn't know how to articulate it. There's nothing wrong with this. I know. Thank you. Other than your performance and your gloves. Okay. The gloves are fine. They don't really match your outfit. Now there's some people standing out with signs. Two people. Corner. He's just a young punk. He needs to get a He's a job. young 34-year-old punk. <laughs> with a ponytail. You expect him to find work. Work. <laughs> what am I doing? You're what a, is this performance? You're a black Spock Muppet. <laughs> I was... Talking with a big, booming voice. <laughs> big and booming. Okay. <laughs> hey, hey, hey. I'm a ghost. Okay. That's right. Come on. <laughs> Cut it out. I'm being nice. Listen. Lifeist. Okay. <laughs> Life. Okay. Now it's now he's was transported. There's no more music. That's how you know it's serious. What is this? And, and then there's a man. at the spillway. One of my favorite areas around here, and I'm pretty sure I was the one that suggested it for like an apocalyptic setting, because mm -hmm. it's just this big fucking long concrete thing with like a barren field that the army made for fucking dinosaur fossils or something. What? I thought it was like if, if Caesar's Creek, which is a big lake around here, overflowed, this is where the water would go. Okay, scientist. And <laughs> also, I should have been considered as the ghost of Christmas future, so fuck you, Greg. <laughs> Instead, he got a thin, good-looking man who can act. Uh, they're in a blazer. He doesn't with... have any fucking lines. I could have done that. He, he, look at hear me, fucking Greg. Here, here's a scowl. You don't think I scowl. can scowl? I scowl at you every episode. Thank you. But he doesn't have facial hair. He's wearing a hood. I didn't and, have facial hair back then either. That Scrooge has transition lenses. So I'm glad that that, that showed up. Are those yours that he borrowed <laughs> for this? My actions and those of others caused the ruination of mankind. The only future that can arise from a path of contempt for humanity and the 
I must find a way to appease these. <laughs> oh my god, I'm the worst part of this. Sean just walked up like a complete asshole. So I'm standing next to. <laughs> All the ghosts are together. And by the way, if I was the ghost of Christmas Future, I would be way grosser than this man. Yeah, that's true. I. So we stood, we're, we all came into frame. Look at that fucking smirk on your face. <laughs> I come in like a fucking, a, a, a early 2000s CG uh, animated rabbit. Oh, like a rabbit with coattails. Yeah. All smirky. Okay. Oh, whoa. That's the fucking Pixar face you hate. I know. I'm making it in real life. You started it. I guess I did. I bet Disney watched <laughs> Operation Scrooge Drop or whatever this is. <laughs> Okay. It's actually a good production overall, but I fucking hate Greg forever because he didn't let me be the ghost of Christmas it, Future. That's fair. Ghosts that haunt me? I see what I must do. Also, they could have like had some dialogue exchange instead of just this big They're just looking at exposition him. monologue where he's like, oh, person who didn't speak to me and we're just in like a kind of dam area. Oh, you can find fossils here? Oh, you gotta get a permit from the New York Park Ranger. Okay. Here's <laughs> I now know what action I must take. What's he gonna do? Oh, he hands- Lex Luthor just handed his <laughs> driver's way. license. I gotta get back to the office. I've got a party to prepare for. I like him. I like. He's a good actor. He handed uh, Death an American Death. Express card. Goes to Christmas Future. Well, same thing, they look the same. And, and we're all like, what? Oh, and then, oh, how, how appropriate. Hmm. This is Sean's favorite old author. This guy, this piece of work, uh, there's a quote from Charles Dickens on the end of it, and it says, the civility which money will purchase is rarely extended to those who have it. Hmm. And as we, as Sean, quote unquote, exposed last episode, Charles Dickens is bad because he was a product of his time. Yeah. Fuck him, huh? And you shouldn't read any of his amazing literature. Nope. Or no more Muppet Christmas. Muppet stuff. Uh, so that was great. Thank you, Danny, uh, so much for that. For that. You are for quite that. welcome. <laughs> oh, yeah, that was okay. Okay. Well, you know, was, let's take a little break. Okay. Anybody need to go to the bathroom? I, I'm good now. I gotta. Okay. Break. Hit stop, idiot. <laughs> Halfway okay, we'll be right back. Got a question or a comment? Need some life advice? Just want to say hi? We here at Halfway OK would love to hear from ya. How do you do that, you ask? Well, it's easy, you little paperclip. Just email us at halfwayok at gmail.com or leave us a cool voicemail message at 937-848-1112. With so many cool ways to stay in touch, I'm surprised you guys ever shut up. <laughs> Halfway OK. I'm, I'm bloody, I'm bloody, oh God, I'm a bloody monster. <laughs> Uh. Now back to halfway okay, and we're back. 
so this is this is fun. Uh, uh, hi everyone for being back. Hi, how you guys doing? Hi, hi, hi. So before we got DigiNude, and then and then Alex Jackson, Sean Green Facebook posted, and then DigiNude again. Um, we were talking about Portland and how people uh, view Portland and how if it, how annoying that is. Like, how much do you get that when you travel outside of Portland or meet people that have never been there? I I don't get it too much. Oh, okay. Just from us? Just basically, yeah. Just from <laughs> you guys. Uh, just from Sean, you mean? Yeah. 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 A few, a few times. How many streetlights y'all got in Portland? I bet it's all lit up all night. <laughs> yeah, Portland's the worst. It's, it's horrible. It's <laughs> There's nothing positive I could say about it. Um I hear all the trails are ablaze. <laughs> I don't get it. Trailblazers. I don't get it. Basketball. Okay. Oh, what's that? A terrible sport. So, uh, so you're sick of it, and you're 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 you've been talking about like yeah. I want to I want to get out of there. It. Yeah. Yeah. Sooner the better. Um, for at least a while, you were literally considering Ohio for some reason. Yeah. What just, the fuck? Just, just to get away from Portland. Yeah. Ohio is never the answer, my friend. It's not. Compared to Portland, it is. So you like the, the little bit of the little sliver of Ohio you've seen does this past couple of days. Absolutely. Like better than Portland. Absolutely. You haven't even seen the good parts. You've been Kettering in what, Huber Heights? Huber Heights, yeah. Into two weirdos' houses. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I mean, you know, it's fun. We, we went to We went today. We went to a uh, a like a historical area. I don't even know what it is, and they have like an old timey brewery. It's called Carolyn Brewing Company. Yeah, and we had old timey wursts and old timey beer that was flavored of beets and cloves. And a wonderful uh, waiter, Ben. Yeah. <laughs> Where's the, are you talking in like downtown Dayton? Yeah, Carolyn Park. I was actually considering applying there once just because I had a big beard. I thought I could be an old time bartender. You, you could. could do it, yeah. We'd have to like handle the handle the old brewing buckets. Like they do like a whole like they were hoisting things up. They yeah, were uh, with pulleys. Yeah. You ever seen a pulley, Danny? Hmm? <laughs> Not like this. Yeah, it has like a real Rin Fair vibe that no one's committing to. It's oh, neat. I would commit. Okay. Definitely. <laughs> Some guy was making a rose out of uh, yeah, a out of napkin. Paper. Yeah. yeah, yeah. It was oh, weird. Stupid. Well, that's what they did back then. No, they didn't. And then they also on the specials was Chicago hot dogs. I don't know how that. <laughs> I don't know how that works. They were too busy dealing with typhoid to fucking make napkin roses. I mean, I don't. He seemed pretty, pretty bored. <laughs> so I don't know how exciting typhoid is. You just kind of wait to die. I don't know. So what's your point? I don't know. How's this compared to Portland? Yeah, it was that that. He, I, he liked it. <laughs> it was great. <laughs> it was a great restaurant. Thank you so much. No, hey, no problem. Uh, thank you. You bought me mustard. Um, mm-hmm. And then, okay, and then, okay. So let me get into my soapbox real quick. My little mustard soapbox here. So we, is actually, I've been here several times now in the past couple of weeks. You know, as an alcoholic. As an alcoholic. Uh, no, I didn't have any alcohol the first time. We, uh, I went with Why show you legend. to a bar? And didn't drink for the food. I went with show legend. Uh, Josh Johnson was there. No, uh, sorry, show treasure. Uh, Josh show, Johnson was there. Show treasurer. You didn't let me finish. Jared Johnson was there. <laughs> show treasurer in uh, an apprentice. 
uh, uh, Jeff Jordash. Oh, okay. The other JJ, yeah. Legendary. Legendary. Jeff and Jordash. Legendary Jeff Jordash. We went there and... Uh, Why the fuck would Jeff go there? Because he likes stuff. He doesn't drink anymore. I know, but he likes bratwurst. You're not listening to the... I'm telling you, there's food there, Danny. Oh. <laughs> Anyway, you just said fucking hipster beer and uh, napkin. I roses. said worse. I said worse. You focus. I thought on that was you... some sort of drink. No, I no. heard you say worse. Like bratwurst, met worse, hot mm. links. Thought it might have been a lag or no. Um, boy, that, boy, that would be the worst. Okay, so uh, that's so, why you don't want to live in yeah, Ohio. Yeah. Uh, so, anyways. So I went there, and they have this nice mustard. Oh, boy, is this good mustard. You wouldn't believe the taste of this mustard. It has wasabi-ish kind of elements to it. It's like real grainy, real seedy, very good. A lot of texture to it. And I asked the guy, I says to him, I says, hey, little boy, can I buy this mustard? Do you have this jarred somewhere? And he's like, oh, no. But, like, I can I probably score you a little cup of it or something. And then me not knowing what to do with this offer, I was like, oh, cool, man. That'd be awesome. And then he did that, thinking he was doing me a real big solid. He brought it back with my check. He goes, here you go, man. And I was like, thanks, man. What, do you just cool. bring in like a plastic container? Like a plastic container with a little lid, like the super tiny. Like it's good for like a a, a, a one mustarding of a, of a dish. Like it's – anyway, flash this, forward. I, this is an exciting story. I just need to catch my breath with the story. <laughs> there's so much going on. There's a lot. Flash forward to today. We have to say it the again. same way both times. Flesh floored. And we uh, get it again. And then I'm, and so I tell them this story. Uh, Eric and his And, and your his little mustard boy wife. walks up. And they, well, Eric and his wife. And they are uh, they're on the edge of their seat listening to this mustard story. They could they can't get enough. Is this, is, I, this is the mustard that you've had in your car, right? Yes. Oh, okay. yeah. It's also been sitting in my car since I got it. Because I'm like, what am I going to do with this tiny cup of mustard? You just dip your pinky in it when you're at the stoplight. <laughs> Run on his gums. For a little, for a little kick. <laughs> Uh, it gets me through the day. Uh, and so and so I'm telling them this. And at the end of the meal, I'm like, huh, check this out, guys. And I say, hey, Ben. And it's like. Uh, Same little mustard boy? It's different mustard boy. Both both of them are kind of stonery. And like they act like Kevin Mooney characters. Um, and uh, Kevin Mooney from TV. And, um, the one guy from YouTube? Yeah. Okay. And, uh, and SNL. And. Uh, and I asked him, I was like, hey, do you guys sell this mustard? Knowing the answer, but not expecting this. I was like, do you guys sell this mustard? Just like, it's really scam good. There now. No, I'm not scamming. I just want to see what he would do. Because I felt like I felt like giving me a tiny cup of mustard was very strange. So I says, hey, man, you sell this mustard? And he's like, oh, yeah. I mean, I can, like, you know, put it in a container. It's probably, like, five bucks. I'm like, okay. And he comes back out with, like, these styrofoam cups. And like he's like, this one's five and this one's nine. I'm like, the five, I guess. And I get up. So big, now you have two things of mustard in your car. But one's giant, is the problem, and it's like a soup size. And uh, but turns out, you know, what in a week's time they started selling their mustard in on another different kind of awkward container. No idiot, Ben just fucking made some money, the money. From, from me. What? Oh yeah, that's true. Have I paid have, for that mustard. Thank you very you much. Figured for that, that out. <laughs> So Ben think there's like a corporate structure now. Hey, they're dying to buy this mustard. I honestly think that I can get that mustard for you in Oregon. Really? Yeah. Portland has everything. Oh my god. Even the mustard's cool. That was the worst fucking story. I'd rather watch Operation Scrooge again. <laughs> this is what it's been like all day. <laughs> <laughs> 
I imagine staying with Matt Dingus is far better. Oh my god! Now they they get to here's a nice fun treat for for official Eric and his lovely wife. They get to sleep Mustard. in the podcast studio tonight. That's right. The very bed that we've said <laughs> people can lay under the covers while we podcast. They won the contest. They they got the golden ticket, and now they can. Excited for that? I'm really excited. Cool. All the memories that have taken place in here. Yeah. Man, oh, man. So then, okay, so after. Here comes the mayonnaise story. Oh, my God. I don't have a mayonnaise story, but I do have a ketchup story. Uh, so you, after uh, Linda Wild, and boy, from the looks of it, that was a wild show you were on. Yeah. You get it? Uh, so after Linda Wild, you said you did another job for a hiccup, right? Did you? That's the thing about Eric. This guy has had some wacky jobs, and not, like real weird ones. Yeah, different. Right. <laughs> <laughs> right. You work. The thing is, is like you've had jobs where it's like regular people don't have those jobs. Like novel characters in novels yeah. have the jobs that <laughs> yeah, you have. Exactly. Yes. Yeah, they're typically. And frankly, it's bullshit that you get to work fun. Interesting, creepy job. Some of them, I, I've only heard a couple of stories from some of them, and they sound awful. But you did what? So where did you go after that then? Well, after that one, um, I went to work for a nonprofit organization and uh, that works w- with uh, involving dwarfism. Okay, I did that. That's cool. That and you did some work on like uh, TV shows, right? A little bit too, or. No, I didn't work on TV shows. Oh, I thought you did. I didn't work. No, I wasn't on the TV show. Oh, but you like but worked the, with those people that were on that TV exactly. show. Exactly. What it. was the show? It's, uh, can you say? Twin Peaks. <laughs> I wish. I know. I mean, yeah. I mean, I worked at Little People Big World. I okay. mean, I didn't work at that, but, you know, I worked with the roll-offs. Okay, cool. When, yeah. That's neat. Yeah. You got to meet some some celebs. Yeah. I mean, I was, I was you know... It's, n- it's nice to know that I could, I, you know, I'd sit back in, in my in my chair and just say, you know, I could kick everybody's ass at once. <laughs> That's how I feel when I'm podcasting. <laughs> See that power play? He was threatening you just then. How do you feel about that? Eric could kill you. He could wipe the floor. I have a gun. Oh, it's, okay. Every time with this gun. Isn't that terrible as a Portlander? No. I have two. Ugh, it's so both weird. Of, it's both so of them are trained on you, Sean. <laughs> <laughs> well, as long as Eric's safe. Basically, my plan is to shoot your jaw off and then hit Eric with it. <laughs> my jaw? Yeah. Oh, my God. Gross. Be a shunnerang. <laughs> and then you would turn into a ghost. Oh, my God. I get it now. Full cirque. I love it. Since, since, what? Continue with this very stilted interview of Eric. <laughs> Well, there's some other like. Then he started working as some. Okay, let's just cut to the chase. Okay, you worked. Well, let's take our time. I don't know, man. This, there's some real greasy guts I want to talk about. All right, then. Well, okay. Yeah. Are you talking about the funeral home? Yeah. Okay. I yeah. I started. I started picking up bodies. So I left as a hobby. Yeah. <laughs> as a passion, really. So I, I started oh, working no. at the funeral home, um, and. Uh, you know, it was me, and then there was probably like four or five other people. We were just doing deceit and removal, yeah. um, so just yeah, just picking up bodies from the, homes. So people would just die, and then yes. the cops would be called to be like, "Okay, dead body." Not and every then, time. And not I mean, every time. If I did that job, would I get in trouble for calling myself a bone bagger? And I don't like the word decedent. 
I mean, you could say that. I wouldn't say it at work, though. You no, know, I'm, I'm talking about to the clients. <laughs> oh, they would love it. You have some bones for me to bag? <laughs> um, yeah, so I, so I started... catchphrase. <laughs> I started picking up bodies. Yeah. Um, How and did you get into that? You just apply. Oh. You, just, <laughs> you honestly... Um, it's a very interesting story, actually. No, no, Indeed.com. <laughs> there, was, there was a woman that, uh, that my mom worked with, and she was married to a funeral director, and just happened to say, like, hey, you know, yeah, my husband... You look like you'd home. fuck with dead bodies. <laughs> yeah. And so my mom's like, hey, they're hiring. And so I said, okay. And so I went and applied, got hired. And then, um, yeah, it, it was just me and like four other people just picking up bodies from homes, hospitals, uh, nursing homes, adult foster care. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, Sometimes rivers. Yeah. Well, if, yeah, we worked with the medical examiner and then uh, body donation. You were in the news, right? Oh, yeah. I was in the news oh. a few times. Um Ooh. And then I got my friend to work with me, and then we basically said, um, we will work 24 hours a day and seven days a week, and we will do, like, we will take care of five funeral homes. How did you sleep? We, we didn't, but we made money, like, about 200 bucks a body. Is that how you can go on vacation every other week? Yeah. <laughs> and so, so basically, we just, like, pushed everybody out, said, you know, don't even call them, just call us. Because so you ran them old yeah. union bone baggers out. Get the hell out of here! These You're bodies the dead are mine. Body Scrooge. That's right. <laughs> Boy, I have a lesson for you. What's Greg writes it? <laughs> so keeping all these bodies for yourself? I don't think so, sucker. Is that me? That's that's me. <laughs> so yeah, so we so we would just we would just go pick up. We would. Just be picking up 24 hours a day, like I said. And um, how many bodies a day? I think the most we got like were like 15, 16. That's a lot of bodies. Yeah, between like five funeral homes and then also the medical examiner. Are you picking them up and then taking them back? Or are you doubling up and like stacking them up? I mean, we did have a van that would we would pack two, and then we also had one that would pack four. Um, so it just depends. But um, couldn't you oh, just that like the party wagon? Can you just seatbelt them into the seats? Like vans will carry like eight people. It's good for carpool lanes, I imagine. <laughs> right? No, the only thing that's good um, is if you drive a hearse, and we only use hearses for like services. But people do did let you have you your in. own hearse, or did you use the funeral homes ones? We had a funeral home one. Okay, yeah, they're great to drive, but they're just a bitch. You can't see out any of the windows. Oh, so, hmm. but yeah, oof. It's so you've been telling me some gross stories, and then you've been like not telling me some gross stories because you wanted to tell her. Our audience and Danny some gross stories. Real quick, stories. if I moved to Portland, would you go back to the dead body pickup so I could work with you? Absolutely. All right. There's no way you let, nine more episodes. Save save it until you've heard some of these stories because they are gross. Come after summertime so you can ease into it because yeah. summertime's the worst. Oh, I imagine. Yeah, we can have a reality show. Why is it the worst? Heat, heat, oh. and flies mm-hmm. laying the eggs. Yeah. No, just the heat for me. No, <laughs> very uncomfortable. Sweating all the all over these corpses. You want to hear some stories? I yes. would love to. All right. Um, which okay? Here, all you guys pick a story. You so want these to, are some notes. Let Danny pick some titles uh, of stories that he's written, or not written, but typed into the notes thing. Um, I was drawn in by uh, Tillamook because I don't know what the fuck that is. It sounds magical, and then I saw <laughs> Sex Dungeon. But I think I gotta go down to Roddy Piper funeral. You want Roddy Piper first? Whoa! Yeah. Whoa! Or should we save that? 
It wasn't his funeral. Oh, oh. But you worked with Roddy Piper before, right? Well, he was, well, I mean, he was on, on the, the radio show. show yeah, yeah on the radio yeah. show. He did dead bodies with you. <laughs> <laughs> I can tell that one if you want me to. I can do that one first. Please. Okay. Yeah. So uh, this this lady had died. I, th- I think it was Roddy's aunt. Okay. And I'm I'm standing at the chapel door with the with the folders. Because Roddy Piper, sorry, keep in room, but he lived in Portland. Right? Yeah, he lived in Hillsboro. Yeah. Okay. And he had Roddy's auto body. He um I would see him at Sizzler when I was a kid. They still have Sizzlers? No, not anymore. But when oh. I was a kid, I first met him at Sizzler, which is I think yeah, yeah. It makes sense. Do you guys have Chi-Chi's? No Chi-Chi's. Okay. It's a celebration of food. Um. So I, anyway, I was sitting at the uh, the chapel uh, door on the inside of our funeral home, and um, in walks this guy with a cane and hearing aids and, and I was like I was just looking at him and, I was, and it struck me like oh shit that's Roddy Piper and we made eye contact he gave me a little nod and I handed him his folder Did you watch your eyes around him <laughs> yeah well poke him. <laughs> he went and sat down and then I was an apprentice funeral director at the time and uh, the funeral director I was with was saying okay after the after the service we're gonna walk down and we're gonna say that we're gonna open the casket up for end of viewing and he says, uh, when you do that, I want you to go and take the casket spray, which is the flowers that sit on the on the casket. Just pick it up, step back. He was going to open the casket up, set it all up for viewing. It's he called the spray or spray? Spray, spray. And on either side of the um, of the casket, we had these pillars with these flowers. And this casket spray was just this long. It hung over the casket. It was very long, very beautiful. So the priest does his thing. Service ends. The funeral director and I are walking up. He turns around and says, okay. Now is the time for viewing. If those, you know, if anybody wants to come view the body, you know, we'll open it up and you come and see. And so we walk over to the casket and I pick up the flower spray and I step back. But the flower spray is so long, it knocks over both pillars and flowers and smashes the vases all over the floor. I turn back and look at Roddy and he's just burning a hole through me. And I was like, he's gonna, he's gonna take a folding chair across my back. This is it. Uh, <laughs> was he mad or was he just trying not to laugh? I think he. I honestly think he was very upset. Oh. I was. I was. My face just was red. I was just so embarrassed. Obviously, because Roddy Piper. I, you know, they live. I, you know, I've, I grew up with Roddy. He's just a he's local great. hero. He started in Portland wrestling. Um. So there's that. And you basically just suplex his aunt's memories <laughs> onto the floor. <laughs> yeah. So what happened? So we we apologized really quick. You know, we picked up the flowers and, you know, there's nothing we could really do. The vase were broken, just water everywhere, glass. <sighs> you should have just cloaked yourself in the spray and ran off. I should have. <laughs> the flower king strikes again. <laughs> flower king just fucks up funerals of celebrities as beloved uh, relatives. Yeah. Did you speak to him after that? Or? I did. I stayed, I stayed back. I, was, I, I mean, what can I say? I mean, I apologized. Yeah. I was like, I'm very, I'm very sorry. Like, I, I'm going to do shit it. Shit happens. Purpose. Yeah. Yeah. I should have said that. You Fucking should, shit happens, man. Yeah, shit happens. Jesus Christ. Right after you did it. <laughs> shit happens. Shit happens. This bitch knew that. Honestly. How did the how did your master funeral director <laughs> react to that? Well, master and apprentice. Yeah, no, yeah, right. He didn't I mean he was just kinda like, you know, it happened. There's nothing we can do about it. It was an accident. I'm sure he, he did worse. Well, I'm sure he has. Did Roddy try to get like a discount or something? No. I, I just watched him walk out and I, I just tried not to make eye contact with him. Oh, I would feel very... That's a very embarrassing story. Thank you for sharing that with Absolutely. us. Absolutely. Uh, did I ever tell you about the mustard story? <laughs> you know? 
I wasn't very, I wasn't really embarrassed, but I felt, I mean, like I was Sean Green. <laughs> Matt is a Matt is a piper that I, you know, different opportunities to buy this mustard. Two different times I went there. Next next time you know I'm going to go there, and I'm gonna, they're going to actually have it bottled up in jars. Okay, no, okay. DJ New. All right. DJ New. DJ New. DJ New. The cash register was invented in Dayton, Ohio, because this is a state of thieves and criminals. <laughs> Da, 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 da. So, what's uh, what's Tillamook? Tillamook. Okay, so you know Tillamook cheese, Tillamook ice cream. No, no, I didn't. Even All know right, it's it. a, it's a, it's a, it's this a... Is already less interesting than I thought it was going to be. <laughs> okay. no I thought it was spells. Like, an old chief of Portland. <laughs> okay, well, Tillamook. Okay, so we got this call um, that this guy had died next to a furnace. He's a big Santa it's Claus convenient. looking guy. Oh. Died next. He'd been down like for two weeks. And he said, you know, he's, you know, he's, I guess, had a, a prearrangement at our funeral home. So we had to go, they picked him up out in Tillamook. And, and this is probably about an hour and a half away. And this is at the, like at the beach. And so, so my partner and I, we drove out there and we get over there. And this guy has just turned, his skin has just turned black. I mean, he's still this guy this white beard, but he's just black. Mm. And he's just, his throat is just moving with maggots. Just, it's just, you can see underneath he's just moving. And they have him just uh, in that's a sheet. called nature CPR. Yeah. Oh, that's so He's so just, gross. he's laying on this cot. And he's a he, gross. And he's, <laughs> he's, he's just covered in a sheet. Um, he, I mean, he's, he. Where did he die? So Where did he die at? Next to a furnace. In his home? Yeah. And so he's just really hot. And Why didn't um, they, why didn't they report this sooner? Or they didn't find him until then? They didn't find him until then. Okay. No one just left him there like, oh, you'll be <laughs> I'll fine. I'll call later. Oh, that sucks. Okay. <laughs> Got to go to Arby's. Sorry. So we get there and my partner's standing on one side of him. I'm standing on the other. And, you know, as we're just, his stomach's just so extended and he's got his safety belts around him and we're just looking at his throat and we're like, okay, how are we going to move him over? Because he's, he's feeling pretty. Sean is pretty uh, soft. about to faint. <laughs> he's feeling pretty soft. It's, and, not, uh, it's not that bad, Sean. Eric just knocked the vases over in the guy's house. <laughs> and Roddy was there just scowling <laughs> at him. <laughs> you again. Sorry. So his stomach. So yeah, so so the guy I'm with, my partner's standing on one side of the, of the body on, and I'm standing on the other and we're talking about, okay, well, he's, we don't want to pull him too much because, you know, yeah. he come apart and, and how are we going to do this? So we said, okay, we'll just, you know, slide him over to our cot with the sheet and we open up our, our body bag and everything. And we undid the, seat, the safety belt on him, and we're sitting there talking, like, okay, so I'll move the cot over. And all of a sudden, his stomach just, no, just like a <laughs> seam down the middle, just, just splits open. Tactical. And it just, and all of his insides just pour all over down, like, our stomachs and down our pants into our shoes. Soaky. I mean, we're soaked. But way easier to move now. Way easier. Oh, yeah. <laughs> And all that gas just is up in our face, and and uh, so we're soaked. So we're walking, you know, our shoes are all. Oh my god! You know, and we're just we're sitting there, kind of like, what the fuck? 
Did oh. you have protective gear on? Not that? yet. We oh. were just like, okay, we, how are we going to move this guy? Let's, okay, then let's put our stuff on. Well, maybe not play with the stomach until you put on your hazmat <laughs> We're suit. just poking it. Oh, my Lord. So, yeah, so he, so we're so we're now just drenched, all right? And the maggots are just falling all over the floor. And so we finally get the guy over, but he's just still so big, we can't clo- we can't even close the bag up on the on the cot. Would you have, like, anything to help you with, like, heavier people? Not really, no. Just muscle, huh? Yeah. Woof. And I so, feel like you get some sort of pulley little system, like they used it to move like handicapped people, like into beds. Funeral and stuff. homes don't do that. They're. Well, I'm saying you're like an independent contractor at this point, right? Right. We don't have stuff like that. Though. Okay. It's a lot of money. So they got a lot of money. That's true. So we get the guy They're over on our bones on the <laughs> west coast, <laughs> <laughs> and um. We get him up in our van. Uh, we, we're, we're covering him up as best I can, as we can, because you know his stomach's still full of fluid and sloshing around. Out of some of the, out of the some of the fluid coming out of him, does any of it at all look like the mustard that Sean bought? <laughs> it's exactly that. Like oh my god! I'm not gonna eat it. <laughs> but we have to, so we have to drive all the way back into town, and you know this guy's just sloshing around in the back. Oh, and, and, and maggots man. are falling out. Everything's I'm falling. I'm picturing this like. <laughs> Like, uh, like a picture a punch, a punch, spell. an open punch bowl, and you're trying to like. Oh no, I'm picturing this the... like an ill-prepared like uh, pool trip where you guys are just <laughs> sitting on like bath towels on the seats. You <laughs> take their pants off because just... <laughs> all we all we wear is like just you know just suits. Yeah. So. Are you so you're just driving in what's covered in gore? Oh yeah, we're you don't have like soaked. backup over. No, like our shirts go from white just to brown. See, oh. my, my first thing as your partner would be to have backup clothes in the van. Yeah, you'd think so, but <laughs> no. Um, so we had to drive back, and so we had to, we rolled all of our windows down. We we blasted the air, and we were trying to get back as fast as we can. And well, thankfully, I wasn't driving, but um, we did get pulled over. Oh, and no. a, and a, the police officer. We saw him walk up next to our van. He's just like, what the hell does that smell? Why are you guys going through the Wendy's drive-thru with this shit? <laughs> and so we explained to him like what was going on. And, he, and he's like, listen, I really feel for you guys, but I've already clocked you. And I have to write you a ticket. gave you a speeding ticket? We still got it. Not me. Thank God. I was driving. My partner still asshole. got a ticket. You should have been like, hey, next time one of your aunts dies, let me do the flower spray. <laughs> Give her the popper special. I can't yeah. believe they fucking gave you a ticket over that. Yeah, we still got a ticket. Funeral home didn't even pay for it either. Uh, it was out of his own pocket. Um, but yeah, we we got back to the funeral home. We scrubbed ourselves, each other. I would I would hope. No. But like, you still made enough money to where like he wasn't losing money on that with the ticket, right? Right. I mean, it, it, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's so. I would have. What he should have done. I imagine you still had fucking gore on your legs. Oh, it was. We had to throw everything away. There's I would have just, when the cop came up, rubbed my hands on it, <sighs> put them towards him. Oh, you need me to sign stuff? Here, I always shake the hand of the officer who gives me a <laughs> Thank ticket. Thank you for your service, officer. Oh my god, it's so gross. What do you do with the punch bowl, man? After it's done. Oh no! Luckily, we Dead had we had we had our, our retort going, and so once we got there, we had another guy come out and pull him out and just stick and just stick him right in there to cremate him. Oh God! Why didn't you just use a fucking furnace at his house? <laughs> Work smart. That's why you got you're gonna go into business with me. We're gonna make hundreds, hundreds. of dollars. <laughs> 
Until we're eventually put in prison. Danny and official Eric's funeral home sludgers. Ugh. That's so gross. Yeah. I'm glad you saved that one. How long could you, like, taste that smell? I mean, it gets in your nose, and it stays there for a long time. Um, It just seemed like it wouldn't go away. It probably lasts for a couple weeks. Does anything remind you of it? Like a burning (laughs) cigarette butt or any weird industrial smell or... No, I mean, sometimes I can smell it. I'll get a whiff of something and it'll kind of remind me. There's sometimes like, you know. There's been a body here. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, one time we got another call where uh, it was at this apartment complex and we go in the building, we go up the stairs, and this is like in the summertime, and the doors open and we're like, wow, someone's cooking something good. It smells kind of good. No. And as we're walking, we're like, well, maybe we should. Meets me. We wouldn't, maybe we shouldn't enjoy the smell too much. And then we start walking down the hall and then we start seeing flies. <laughs> and then we get to the door, and there's a cop there, and he goes, "Oh, thank God, you guys are here. I'm I'm out of here." And he's like, "The door's unlocked. Just and lock it when you guys leave." By the way, I saw you guys pulled into the parking lot. I got a right you. <laughs> and we open this door, and there's this guy laying there, and again, in the summertime, covered in maggots. But this time, they're they're coming out of him and going back in. Jesus Christ! I saw one come out of his nipple, Ooh. and uh, I mean, just just all over. Do you still out. smell good close up? God, no, no. <laughs> They call it's, it long pig, human. Yeah. So we had to we had to get on. We actually, this time we thought smart, got on our our uh, our suits, our you know jumpsuits, huh. taped our gloves up, put our masks on. Um, uh, so does the mask block any of the stench? No, no, it doesn't. It just Great. keeps it from getting in our mouths. You can't just put like a Glade plug in in there. No. Nothing. Okay. No. Um, but on that guy, we were trying to move. He was so big, so heavy. I grabbed his arms to to like try to lift him, and they just fell off. Oh, his arms just again fell off. making it easier. <laughs> Lemons out of lemonade. So we just put the arms underneath him and used him as logs and rolled him. Now um, <laughs> that would have been yeah. No, it, it was we were grabbing like his hand towels from his bathroom, his kitchen. We're, that took a long time. It looked like I just painted a maroon room. It was just Jesus. so much. Now. With some of the less uh, grossed bodies, mm-hmm. and I want you to be a hundred percent honest with me. Okay. Have you ever done like any like weekend at Bernie's shit? Like, I'm not saying you actually took the body out or to a beach resort, <laughs> but like fucking around, move the bodies like they're still alive, <laughs> parasailing, like waving, and or stuff put like sunglasses that? on them or anything. No, no, he not he's nodding. <laughs> no, 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 I never did that. Okay. <laughs> He nodded in a way that makes me think he did the entire plot of Weekend <laughs> Part Two. <laughs> in the first Weekend at Bernie's, they make love to a, so a woman makes love to the corpse. Yeah, this fucking '80s were fucking awful. Can I just say this? Yeah, and this is the first time I ever said this, and actually meant it. Don't knock until you try it. Oh, there you go. I see, come to life. If, you, if this knows, say something. <laughs> okay, you know what? No. They can't, they can't. Is that right? You gotta do they something drop. with that big stomach hole. Okay. Kids <laughs> listen to this. Sorry. <laughs> uh, that's actually that's less gross than the marmalade bit from Christmas. So Accurate. That's, 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 yeah. That's the best bit. We've already ruined every child that listens to this. <laughs> Ugh. So that wowies out. So you, you how long did you do this job? Over a decade. Yeah. And you said at one point you were actually living in the funeral home and doing that. Oh yeah. Yeah, that's I lived in the funeral home. Fascinating. Yeah. I mean, there'd be sometimes where, you know, I would have to go down and uh, a funeral director would say, hey, we have to we have to cremate this guy. He's got a pacemaker in. 
uh, wake up, take it out. So I'd walk, I'd wake up, you know, throw, you'd uh, be in sweats and slippers, walk downstairs in the prep room. Do some Bowie knife surgery. I'd just pop on some gloves, pull the guy out of the cooler, cut his chest open, pull his pacemaker out, cut it off, put him back in, hop back into bed. Why do they need the pacemaker? To it'll, recycle it? It'll explode. No. Oh, it, It'll shit. explode in the, in the really? retort. Yeah. Oh my God. You have a ticking time bomb in your chest. And if obviously, you set up, you set obviously, you're the only one who can do it, not the people who like doing the embalming and stuff. <laughs> well, I did embalming, too. Oh, did you? I did embalming, autopsy repair, cremation, yeah. Oh, that's awesome. Like kissing. Do you have to be embalmed in uh, Oregon? No, no. Okay, because I be don't want to be embalmed. No, you don't have to be embalmed. I want to just be immediately burned. <sighs> I don't want to be on a slab. See, when I picture your funeral... I picture you with like that, like French, like theatrical whore makeup, where it's just like a pure white face with like exaggerated features. I mean, oh, I'm gonna have a realistic dummy made of me that does look like that. Okay, but I want to be, you know, made into paint that that paints the dummy. I think I want to be one of those tree burials. What's that mean? Where they just dump my body in with like some like sapling, and the tree grows through my bones. <laughs> cool. That's cool. Then stuff can eat me. Yeah. Because, like, I don't like all this newfangled stuff where, like, now there's, like, uh, even, like, a chamber for the casket and shit, and it's all separated. So, like, how does their fucking energy get back into the world? Yeah, I don't like that. Well, that's so the ground doesn't cave in. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, how does shit get to you to eat you? It'll get in there. It just wastes all that energy. Yeah. Hmm. It's probably where ticks come from. <laughs> If I could, if I had to guess, yeah, that's that seems that makes sense. Oof, uh, I have any more cool stories? Yeah. Um, What's the sex dungeon? Sex dungeon. Okay, so that one, oh God, I, the, the, I kept so at the funeral home we had like kind of like this locker room area in the back. We, we all just had our our suits and we can change it back into our regular clothes. Um, well, someone decided to take to clean the place out. And someone took my suits and kind of threw them in a bag with all these other gross suits. Oh. And so I was like, I was really pissed. And I was like, what the, you know, those are my suits. And, and I'm not going to get them out now. They're all just, just disgusting. And um, But there was uh, another team needed some help at this house. A rival team? A removal team, yeah. A rival team? Yeah. Fuckers. Was it really a rival team? No. Oh. No. I thought you were trying to no, push were... everyone out of your area. No, 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 no. No, this is this is this is someone else who worked for a different funeral. We're the Tillamook bone baggers, motherfuckers. <laughs> <laughs> so need, they need some help at this at this house. Um because guy died in a weird situation. And so we got over to this house and I'm just wearing my regular clothes and I'm like, I'll help as much as I can, but if I'm I I can't step anything. These are my regular shoes and I'm mm-hmm. not gonna go. And it was this, this old house. What year was this? It's probably two thousand eight, nine. So if that would have been Sean, he would have been wearing Airwalks <laughs> <laughs> and posting about uh, the cartoon character that would end all of these deaths eventually. Sorry, Sean's interrupting you. Continue. Um, so we we get to this this house, and um, this little old lady's in there, and and she's talking with one of our other guys, and. And uh, he's like, you guys got to see this. You have to see this. And I was like, what? Come on, let's just hurry this up and get out. And he's like, it's downstairs. So he moves a little old lady out of the way. And we go down to her son's room. And, I mean, this guy is not, I mean, it's, he's, she's really old. So this guy's probably like in his late 40s, who's 50s. The dead bo- who's the dead bones? The, the son. Okay. 
So we walk down these rickety old stairs, and we come to this door with a Confederate flag on it. There we go. <laughs> you, we open the door, and the first thing we thing we see are a bunch of um, just uh, dildos hanging, and then a, a pictures of women, naked women with with horses, right? Like having sex with horses. Yeah. yeah. Okay. Um, and then then. Cans of WD forty and oh. and um, uh, I don't know if I'd... hammers and just like you know stuff you tinker stuff with and then then all of a sudden there was like these all these these like uh, videotapes and he had a camera set up okay oh, no. and they're like we can't get him off this chair he's not moving and he's just sitting oh because he might be being held by something well he's in a certain he's wearing area. he's wearing blue latex gloves and moccasins and he's got a mustache <laughs> and some glasses and so. He made so he had like this this chair and he cut out the hole and he had made this box and this box had this this dildo uh, attached to it that if you flip the switch it would just punch the hell out of his ass like a Sibian yeah but it got no. it no it, Sibians aren't like it's like a fuck machine yeah okay but um, maybe your terms it was Sorry. it was in the, it was Have off okay but kids. It, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> The box was off, but it, it, it didn't. The, the dildo part the, didn't go down. It was the, up. The dead body oh. in the dungeon, kids, is just wrestling with the chair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so it was in the up position. It was in the up position, um, and it was up there. And so I was like, okay, you know what? I'm. I don't even. I'm not getting involved. I will watch this, but I'm. But yeah, they needed help to pull this guy off this mm-hmm. this chair. And his mom standing up at the stairs behind me kept asking me. You know what's what's going on? What's what's? Ma'am, do you know how to turn off your dead son's dildo <laughs> device chair? I just I said, you know, come down and look at this. This is your son. Did you do that, really? I said, look at it. It's not. <laughs> no, you he, didn't. He grabbed this old lady by the by back her of her hair. Oh hair. my god! Did you? I pulled her down the stairs. I said, this is what. This is your son. It's not his your job to fucking cover it up. No. Did you really? No. <laughs> Well, she's gonna fucking find out the room eventually. Yeah, eventually. So, why, how did you get him? How long was he dead? I, um, you know, I didn't. I didn't ask questions. I didn't. I don't know. He, I was just like, I was just pissed that I was. I didn't have my. How suit old was yeah. he? Probably in his fifties. I wonder if he caused some internal damage there. If he's making fucking horse dildos. Yeah, yeah. Mm. I'm sure he did. Golly gosh! But I mean, he just had tapes and tapes and tapes and. And he would film himself because he said there was cameras in there. Oh yeah. Yeah, I mean, yeah. One of the guys turned it on on the v, the VCR. Oh my god, what was on it? Please tell imagine. Me. Please tell me. It was just him doing. doing oh, okay. Shit. So he didn't, he didn't bring other people into it. Wait, was no. he watching himself when he was fucking himself? I think he was. I think he was doing that, and then I think he also he had some like envelopes and stuff. So I think he was sending this out to people. Oh, okay. Well, it's what you get when you're racist. Real quick, was he hot? <laughs> on a scale of one to ten. Is he at least in shape? Uh, scale for I mean, he looked. He looked like. He looked like. How do you know? What is he racist? He kind of looked like himself like, like, no, Confederate flag. That doesn't mean he's racist. The Green River guy. Killer is what he looked like. I mean, he had the, the glasses oh. and the mustache. Nice. It's a good visual. Yeah. I like it. Whew. <laughs> a scale from dead ant to fucking punch bowl, man. No, that's disgusting. <laughs> All right, well, that's cool. I'm gonna. I'm not kinky shaming here. You know, I'm not. Gonna, a little bit. I would. I mean, I'm not gonna yuck. No one's yuck. You know what I mean? You flag shamed him. I did flag shame him. That's racist. All flags are stupid. Well, this is also like in the Oregon area, right? Mm-hmm. What? That's no excuse. You can't even claim history at that point. What do you mean? 
I mean, if you have a, a, a rebel flag up in Portland, Oregon, maybe get, get in one more. Maybe Oregon. his ancestors were more Confederate than Union. Well, now more, like, then more, they're racist too. I'm glad they have a dead son. More of my ancestors fought for the Confederate side than the Union side. What? We're all from Tennessee. I come from fucking uh, moonshiners and shit. Wow. Does he do that on 23 and Me? No. We should do 23 and Me together. You Are you it? paying for it? No. I would love to do that. I mean, they have a couples one, but Julie... Yeah, we'll talk about it. Okay, so... Sean's, uh, you heard it here first, folks. <laughs> Sean's going to pay for me to get 23 and Me. No. Uh, Think of how fucking smug you can be if I don't have Scandinavian roots. And you could be like, I told you. <laughs> yeah, you, you claim Scandinavian and Native American, right? I... I am pretty certain of Scandinavian. Mm-hmm. It's just like I think it's with like a lot of like uh, basically Tennessee and Kentucky families. They all say that there was like Indians in the family. It's a uh, well. It's what? No, I. I mean, that's hard to. It's hard to say without a real test. Yeah. Yeah. You know what I am though, Danny. I don't even need to take a test for this. Hundred percent kraut. I'm American. No, you're a kraut. No, yeah. Thank you. That's Thanks. why you clap for eugenics. No, I well, you know what? You didn't. Every time I hear eugenics, I, I think about Star Trek because you know there's the eugenics war. It's where Khan came from. So I like get excited because I like. You know who else got excited for eugenics? The Germans. Well, I mean, I, we ate German today. What do you mean by that? Like you're American? What does that even mean? I'm just being funny. What does that mean to you? I don't. I'm joking. What do you think that means to America? I find patriotism to be mostly laughable most of the time you think so well I'm, I'm a true patriot then how come you get all like up in arms when i say flags all flags are stupid and we shouldn't have a president well, because it's that we can't you can't just do that you can't just reset america danny you just gotta change it fucking england doesn't have a president uh-huh they have a queen and look what that she's did. not real and then they brexited so now we're dead canada doesn't don't have no president yeah and then look what happened to them they're fine. You can have a fucking sawed-off shotgun, and they have Avril Lavigne. Let's move. <laughs> Let's get in the car. You're pretty close to Canada, being all the way from where you're from. Uh, we're state away. Eric, that's pretty. Can close. we move our bone bagger company to Canada? That's fine. So we can have sawed-off shotguns. I think you can have black powder revolvers, which I'd be okay with. It's <laughs> talking about life. So do you miss that work? No. Uh, I bet he does. Sometimes I do. I mean, it's good. You know, people enjoy the stories. It's adventure. The stories are, and it is an adventure, but now you're like, I I bet, I bet you don't miss like being on call 24 seven. No, I don't miss that. But if you were just setting your own schedule more casually, I mean, if I could selectively, you know, pick which call I'd want to do, send me a photo of this dead body and I'll (laughs) let you know. Yeah. Right. (laughs) On a witness meter. Like, give me the, you know, I mean, you know, you go to nursing homes and you you do adult foster care homes and stuff like that. Those are, are pretty, pretty easy yeah. because they. Yeah, but I mean, if you get the ones that See, are, I wouldn't know. want that. <laughs> I want like scary houses. You want like a trailer that's for some reason it's like in the middle of like of January, but it's like 106 degrees inside and I'd take winter. Yeah. Now, have you ever had anything uh, paranormal or supernatural occur around this business? No, I mean. Like I lived, like I said, I lived in the funeral home for a few years. I've stayed up all night. Well, I actually I fell asleep. Um, we've had we've had viewings go all, all night, you know, mm-hmm. where we have people come in, but you know, I've fallen asleep next to bodies and 
I'm not talking about like at the funeral homes because why would you haunt a funeral home well, unless I, you worked at the funeral home? No, I haven't had anything crazy. I mean, there have been people who have like just start taking pictures, to wanting to see you know whoever's orb or whatever around yeah. us. So that the was, dust in the yeah, air, yeah, and bugs and. Um, I mean, I believe in annoying. a lot of wacky supernatural shit, but orbs is yeah. just fucking dust and yeah. particles. No, I, I nothing. There's there's been nothing. I haven't experienced anything. Do you? Are you a? Do you believe in ghosts and stuff? No. Yeah, me neither. We're I so mean, cool. there was there was one time where I had picked up this woman um, at the hospital, and I had to bring her back and uh, put her on the on the prep table because she's going to be involved in the morning. Mm-hmm. So I picked her up from the hospital, um, and I'm I'm driving back at, at night, and I can hear some like someone talking in the back, and I would like look, you know move my mirror down and kind of look and turn on the on the dome light, nothing. And I'd be driving some more, and I'd start hearing some, like, talking. And so I pull up to the funeral home, and it's just, and I'm the only one there. And I get out, and I take the body out, take her out, and I set her on the table, put a head block underneath her, and position her hands and everything like that, and turn off the Sean lights. Sean Green. That was scary. <laughs> Don't do that. <laughs> and I turn off the light. And um, as I'm about to get on into my van, I hear this, I hear the talking again. So... Turn on the lights, walk back into the prep room, and just kind of wait to see here if I, you know if I can hear anything. Mm-hmm. Nothing. She doesn't have like a phone on her or anything, does she? No, no, she doesn't have a phone. So I was like, okay. Turn off the lights, walk back out, and it starts again. This talking. So I was like, okay, so I walk back in, and I'm staring at her, and I decided to. Put, I'm, I'm going to lower my ear next to her mouth. No. So no. I'm slowly, I slowly lower my ear next to her mouth. And I'm just waiting. <laughs> and all of a sudden, all of a sudden I hear this, you know, just, just, this chant. Um, it was like some, it was like this Asian chant prayer box that was stuck on the inside of her, what? of her robe thing she was wearing. What? Yeah. Scared the hell out of me. So wait, is this some weird like just, it was like, just a chant, ch- like a chintzy chant? thing that oh. just does a chant? No, is it the it's it's like a, the like Muslim a, thing? Well, this was this one was like uh, I think a, a Chinese some kind of. There's a a Muslim uh, practice. A lot of them have those boxes that it sounds like a chant. It has kind of a creepy. It only goes for a little while and then it stops and it, it, it goes till the battery fast. runs out. Yeah. Oh God. It, Because, like, I know that there's, like, uh, Muslims, like, in their stores or whatever. They just carry with them. It's a thing to remind them to pray. Yeah, and this is, yeah, I, I guess this her family like an alarm? It. And if it's something that you heard, not knowing what it was, it would yeah. definitely be it, I, I've never, nay, I never heard of it before. And, and uh... yeah, Just look up, like, Muslim prayer, like, uh, alarm. I mean, there's definitely, like, Asian countries with Muslim populations, so... Was it this? (laughs) (laughs) Was that it? Just more Asian? Sean Green? Yes. (laughs) Cool. Um, Well, that's... That's terrifying. Oy, 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 oy. 
I, I, I honestly, I couldn't like. How like are do you are you affected by your like memories of your job at all? It would affect me. These stories are going to affect me. But he's more used to it though. It's not an unknown thing to him. Yeah, but still, let the man answer. No. Oh, I'm not. Um, no, not at all. Really? It was, so you know, it's, 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 like became everyday things for like over a decade. So uh, it, did it affect your? <laughs> uh, I mean, it made me appreciate things more. But okay, yeah, did it change your outlook on death in general, or were you pretty much at that like where you are with, or where are you with death? Is that a weird thing to ask a guest? <laughs> okay, I feel like that's less <laughs> Do weird. Do you fear death or dying? Which that, one? That's less weird than when you ask them about if they have to go to the bathroom. You got to peep. I'm good. Okay, cool. Danny, I'm fine. You peep? Okay. No, it, it's it's fine. I mean, it, it gives me a better understanding of things, but yeah. I mean, I know which ways I don't want to go. Yeah. Like, like for example, <laughs> well, in well, Kettering, Ohio. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um. I mean, there was one time we went and picked up this woman, and we got to her house, and her and her daughter was there, and the woman had a look of terror on her face, mm. like she was reaching towards the phone. And um, her daughter, eyes open, eyes open, <sighs> and just like her mouth, just like, <gasps> Jesus and Christ. and the lady's like, do you do you guys think she died peacefully? And we're like, really? Did she look at her? And I was like, yeah. Oh, she, yeah, absolutely. I think she's probably singing her favorite song. <laughs> <laughs> she's singing a meatloaf song. That's why she looks so dramatic. These ballads. I mean, there's also been times where I've gone to people's houses. I mean, I went to this one this. This man called and said, hey, you know, he's, my mom died. Um, she's going to have some friends over to see her. Um, but you, you guys just Before come over. you even pick her up? Yeah. They want to say that. Say she peacefully in the bed died? or and So well, anyway, we got over there and, you know. It, she was smashed between two cars. Her friends <laughs> want to see her before you <laughs> shovel her up. And we got over there and he said, oh, yeah, come on in. Um, there was a woman just sitting there on the couch who said hi to her. And, we you know, when I went and sat down and talked to the guy and I was talking about his mom trying to get information. Mm-hmm. And uh, he just kind of gave me this weird look and like, just like, like, what are you doing? And so I I finished up my stuff with him and I said, okay, you know, tell me where your mother is. And he's like, well, she's sitting there on the couch. And I had walked in and I was like, hi, how are you doing? (laughs) And and by that time he was like, what the hell are you doing? But she, yeah, she was just sitting there peacefully on the couch. So he (sighs) thought you were just some asshole. Some, yeah. Hey, you having a good time? (laughs) Oh, wow. Yeah. That's funny. Like, yeah, I couldn't do it. I don't think I could do it. My little, I'm too sensitive. There was another time where um, we got called to this, this house, um, and we walk up there, and I could, we get to the front door, and there's like a small little window on the door, and all I can hear is this policeman saying, "Go around, go around." So we walk around to the back, and there's a police officer sitting back there, and he's like, "You guys are gonna have to get on on your protective gear because." This this these people live here are hoarders, so we go we get our our suited up and everything like that we walk just in burn those houses down yeah. when they die, and we walk in cool Hot Wheels. <laughs> Sorry, and and they're like we can't find the light switch, so you're gonna have to crawl. And oh. so we had to crawl up a pot, just garbage in this and this isn't a kitchen. Like, we're dangerous. at the back door. You could have shit collapse on you. Yeah, so we're crawling up and we get to the top where our backs are on the ceiling on sitting on garbage. What? Whoa! There is that much garbage. Yeah. How'd they even find out that they were dead? Well, or they just assumed. This is what happened. So we're so the police officer's like, hang on, just stay right there for a second. And as our backs, so we're in this kitchen 
with our backs on the ceiling, and you can hear muffled Catholic radio. This is at nighttime too. Catholic radio, and they're singing, you know, you know, and and it's just really eerie. And and he, the officer had to leave the room to talk to another officer. And we're sitting there, and we can hear rats burrowing underneath us and jumping around. Yeah, I would have been just like, I'm calling it. <laughs> so he says, okay. If you can make it down, try to make it down. He's like, be careful. All these bags are just full of feces. Did he get down there? I don't know how he got in there. But we slid down a mountain of shit. Who bags their feces? Is there toilets there? Because it's a mental illness. This this man was sitting, like, so if you went through this tunnel of garbage, there was a man sitting on a, a little chair with a lamp, and he was talking to a police officer. It turns out he has Alzheimer's. And his wife passed away upstairs. He thought he well, actually, he didn't know who it was. And so we had to like climb. Did he hoard people? He didn't know who else lived there. <laughs> like we, it was we had to climb to the stairs and then like walk just a few steps up the stairs to get upstairs. And they had like just piles of of water bottles, old light bulbs, everything. The treasures, <laughs> vacuum cleaners. Okay. When you slid down that hill, though, that cop was like, I'm sorry, that was just a little too fast. <laughs> Go ahead. have to take it, yeah. <laughs> that's, yeah. Your, that's your rival at the bone bagging uh, yeah. business. Oh, my God. Sheesh. Basically, uh, you did what I do, DoorDash, and it's just in reverse. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I mean, and, and it just is, yeah. So I, you know, I'd wake up in the morning. I never knew where I was going to be. I could be in the in the in the nice big huge mansions, the West Hills of Portland, or I could be deep deep East Side Portland. Um, Which is could you refuse calls? No, I mean, I, I mean, it, we had to do them. I mean, I'm one time this guy this guy had died, a homeless guy had died next to the freeway in the summer, and he was pretty dried out and everything. He'd been down for a while, and this new guy had started, so it was his very first call. And so he took one van, I took the other, and we got to the location, and um, we went to go pick the guy up, and I said, okay, I will get his shoulders and everything, you just grab his legs, and we'll just move him on to the cot. Easiest call we could do, because the guy was skinny, everything. We go to pick him up, and as soon as we pick him up, this the guy's head just, just kind of rolls back and off. The new guy drops Easier the, to carry. Yeah. The new guy just drops Put in the, a bowling bag. <laughs> A bowling ball bag. Exactly. The new guy just drops the guy's legs and says, I, I can't do this. He hops back in his van. Should have been like, don't lose your head. <laughs> <laughs> That's why we keep him on the show. He jumps back in the van and is immediately pulled over by that guy. <laughs> and gets a ticket. Yeah. Um, so no, I, so I was like, what are you doing? And he's like, he's like, I can't do this. I can't do this. I already touched him. And so he just, he just takes off. I guess he went back to work and said, I quit. So I was just there. I just picked this guy up, picked up his head, sat on top of him. Luckily, his head came off since you had to carry him by yourself. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> one, time, nice. one time, my cremationist. Um, so the so there's the the. That's um, a very cool. Uh, right. Segue. I just thought about that. <laughs> no, it just reminded me of something. This our cremationist. Um, I wish I could say that at this at this one funeral home. Um, we had just gone to the um, the body donation place and they had taken whatever they needed. So I went and picked up a, bo- a bunch of torsos. And a big box of heads. Like, I think there were eight heads or whatever. <laughs> and we brought them back, and we were going to cremate them all. And um, <laughs> we're opening uh, – we open the box up, and we're unwrapping the heads. Um, it's kind of like well, Christmas see, at your house. I've had this issue. <laughs> I bet the, it, the issue seems to be more with the heads because the torsos, 
the flatness keeps them e- easier to stack. Yeah. Easier to stay in place with heads. You never know what's going to happen. Yeah. No. Uh, but we, he does this one head and he picks it up and he's just like holding it by the ears, just like holding its face. And he goes, Oh my God. And I was like, what, what is it? And he goes like, this is my bartender. And he had known the guy. For, for no, years. man. No, no. That's the. Was his bartender's name York? That's a Shakespearean. Yeah, I get Sean it. Green. Was he like, oh, man, I need a drink, but who am I going to get it from? Whoa, whoa, wee, woo. So, how, okay, so you're talking about a big a body bucket and a head bucket for cremation. Yeah. So, you're talking, are all, when, you're gonna, when you get a little barrel of ashes at the end of the day, is that really just that one person, or is it a medley? Yeah, no, it's so. Yeah, we put the we put the person in. Um, the greatest it, hits of Tillamook. <laughs> so we put you know put the person in the retort, and um, you know let let the let it burn for a mm-hmm. while. And you know how, like when you if you really burn something, it kind of stays in its form. Mm-hmm. You got to go in there and you got to break it up, break all that kind of stuff up. Um, and then after after it's done, um, we kind of like rake everything into this little hole. And you pull out this drawer and you take it over and then you dump all that stuff into the grinder and then you grind everything up and then put okay. it in a, oops, in a bag. Did, did you see the season three episode of The Simple Life where Nicole Richie and Paris Hilton worked at a funeral home? I did not. Okay. It's, I need you to watch that so you can tell me if it's accurate. They spill ashes everywhere. Oh my God. Of course <laughs> they do. That fucking... Okay. Not hot. So, but but they they do make sure that it is that body that they're doing. Oh yeah, right? I mean, there's okay. there you have to make sure. I okay. mean, you can get sued. We have ankle tags Got that it. go along with you know the the box. There's 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 you gotcha. have to be really stupid not to keep track of a body. Yeah, but really, um, how are they gonna tell? Right, right. Um, we <laughs> this doesn't taste like my father's ashes. <laughs> <laughs> um, I know I know someone who did actually like. Uh, she went and grabbed the urn, mm-hmm. and the bottom fell out as she was taking oh. it and walking it to the family. No. <laughs> Hold um, on. Uh, no. <laughs> I'm going to hand you the buzz cord. Okay. I think you know exactly what sound effect to hit. Deal. Start that f- over, Eric. Um, I know a woman who actually was taking cremated remains uh, in an urn, and the plug fell out the bottom and made a, an ash trail as she was walking towards the family. You played too many. Give me the buzz cord. It's funny. You lost it. Sean. Sean. It's funny. Sean. No. There's one time on, on the 4th of July uh, where this guy, I, actually, I think it was like early in the morning. He was just drinking. He slipped, fell, smashed his head. Oh, God. That's funny, too. Christ. I'm so scared of everything. Stop um, drinking. Yeah, so, alcoholic. Oh, yeah. So, I, so. We had to go pick him up and take him, you know, obviously directly to the funeral home. But our funeral home on Fourth of July in downtown, there were there was a Fourth of July parade. But our funeral home was located in the middle of the circle of the parade. Oh, so you had to take over a parade float. So and we got make the body in. <laughs> we get well, a Bernie style. We we had we went up. There was a there was a police officer who was blocking the road, and we said, "Hey, you know, we're worth the funeral home. We have a body that we have to get." You know, into the cooler. Right All now. right, but I might have to take you. <laughs> <laughs> so he said, "Okay, just give me a minute." He stopped the parade and he and he said, "Just get in and just follow it." And then when you get you to your wave? road, turn. So oh. we, it was summertime, obviously. Oh so we rolled God. our windows down and we just yeah we waved. We Fuck I yeah. mean we lived it up, but no one knew we had this bloody mess. In the- <laughs> 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 
my favorite sound effect. Oh my god. <laughs> I did get back there and pull his hand out and wave. So Did you? Oh yeah. Really? No. No. Oh well I don't know. Don't be stupid, Sean. Oh. Well, I feel gross. <laughs> Is that the, the desired effect? <laughs> Do you did it make you more afraid of death or less afraid of death, though? At the end of the, at the end of all this experience, when you look back on it now, you're a little wiser, a little older. Forty years old tomorrow. I don't see. I don't think about it. It's hmm. you scared to die? No, I am. Are you afraid of you're dying? Scared of everything? No. There's afraid of death and there's afraid of dying. They're both very different. Dying is way worse. Boy, I know. Yikes! But then death. Oh. What are you gonna do? Go to Valhalla? Not me. Ancestors? I know you're gonna go to fucking Kraut Hell. (laughs) (laughs) Every German goes to hell. I don't know. For at least a couple hundred years. I don't even know if I'm German. I probably am. Wow. That is. uh... I mean, I I I would look at people. I mean, sometimes I still do. Like thinking, like, wow, they would be a terrible removal. (laughs) Do you ever go up to an old person and be like, please just stay in the downstairs? In the yeah. ground level of your house. I would drive past nursing homes and be like, you know what? There's my savings right there. Oh, my God. Wow. That's, <laughs> that's my little bank. That's my, my, my money bin. If I had taken <laughs> care of business on here. <laughs> I'll put it in later. Right. Wowie zowie. Whammy zammo. I don't, I don't know what to say. I, th- I love it. Uh, do you have any more, <laughs> any more grodies? God. Um. <laughs> From the list, or did you go through your list already? I mean, I've deleted some stuff off the list that are just too much. Too much! Tell us a story that you can't tell us. <laughs> that you would get in severe trouble for. Yeah, we won't play it. Oh, God. Um, Promise. We'll censor your name. We'll bleep out the whole we'll story. Blur your face. <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to think. I mean, there's. I, I haven't honestly thought about this in so long, and so they're just kind of popping up. Here, I have an idea. I'm going to play the MIDI of Summer Girls by LFO, and you talk. You know, there's only it. one member of LFO alive. Really? Whoa! Yeah, one just died. Hmm. By the way, I hate that. I. They're a little bit lighter now, <laughs> but they couldn't play this in court. No fucking lawyers gonna play evidence over a MIDI of Summer Girls. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> That's, that's true. So, yeah, if you have anything that you would like to divulge to the world. It's a little loud, isn't it? It's a little loud. <laughs> oh, that was an accident. If there's anything out there you'd like to divulge to the world, this is unmissable in court. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, there's, I don't know. There's there's nothing I can think of this too terribly Is it why? Because you're, dis- you're distracted? <laughs> Sorry. But this. And we're back from break where Eric told us the grossest, nastiest, evilest story ever. It was puker, Rooney. Is that what people say? Is that good? <laughs> All right. but how do you top a story about how Eric was the one that killed Princess Di? <sighs> I don't know. I actually know how. Oh my God, Danny. You told some great stories, but I have a story that'll blow all of your socks off. Oh, oh my God. God. Well. So the other day, I was door dashing. My first order of the day... I ended up getting two orders within like a couple of minutes. And then I noticed something. One of the people, their name was Daniel and mm. the other was Danny. Oh. Isn't that crazy? Oh my God. It's almost as good as my mustard story. 
That's crazy. That's Danny, Danny, and Daniel. <laughs> All right. Yeah, they didn't care either. <laughs> well, on that, on that yeah. note. Maybe bad. You were my fucking brothers. <laughs> <laughs> well, great. Uh, on that note, I uh, think... Thank, okay. This is, uh, on that note. Oh! Morning announcements. Oh, it's like the end of the show. Okay. All right. Go, please. I've decided... What? No, it's fun. We haven't had a name for our, our listeners. No, we never have. Well, so except I, for half... Huh? We had half Waynes and O'Kadies for a while. But that, and it's also not very ginger fluid. Yeah, not very Zer friendly. Politically, professionally speaking. But, uh, yeah, we got into this whole thing yesterday and Sean realized he was wrong. That's not true. But uh, I came up with a great name. Oh, it's, it's actually a contest where I came up with it and won. Mm, oh, my God. The name of our listeners. Oh, God. And I feel like... What? I'm not going to like it, am I? I think you will. Okay, maybe. You have a lot of good ideas. All of, all of our listeners are very important to us. Mm-hmm. So we just shorten that and call them imps. <sighs> Danny, every, you know, you are. Halfway you, okay, do, imps. Do, do you play ball? Because you did knock that fucking thing right out the court. F and A. Well, all my little imps, thank you so much for joining us again for this Halfway Okay Jamboree. Thank you, Eric, yeah, for flying across you. the country like a madman <laughs> who's running from something. <laughs> running from something, perhaps, that isn't even there. Perhaps it's deep inside him all along. All those bodies that I picked up? Yeah. I killed every single one of them. Go! <laughs> Good night, everybody! Love you, bitch! Love you, bitch! Love you, bitches! I'm allowed. Oh, you're allowed. Yeah, yeah. Okay, you're right. Sorry, I'm going to go ahead it. and introduce the thing I already said. Okay, I'm going to introduce it. Oh, I gave you permission to introduce it. Thank you so much. Can I introduce it? Go yeah. ahead, Eric. It's the after show. <laughs> All right. <laughs> okay. Yeah, the show. So directly after the show we just did, we were like, "Watch the after show," and then we we're doing it. Uh, we didn't even peed, and then now we're doing it as part of. It's still, hey everybody, it's halfway okay after show. What right you- after that episode, yeah, Eric bamboozled me. <laughs> yeah, he made me the giantest fool in the room, aside mm-hmm. from Sean. Well, I don't know about that. And now he has to make up with it with more creepy stories. <laughs> He told me Stu Chardo is dead. He didn't know that for sure. I don't know. We just haven't heard from him in a while. Uh, you haven't even heard from him? I haven't. I should call him. Yeah. It's been a long time. Yeah. Love that guy. Can you call him on this? No. Do you have that set up, Sean? Oh, uh, no, I can't do it. No. Um, I, so what, what are the stories that you... Um, we're actually, now that we're talking about Stu, though, like how did you even uh, approach the subject of this podcast with Stu calling in with him? Like this, he really know what this is. So also, real quick, because Eric, official Eric, uh, worked on a uh, a Lady Howard Stern. He book you. Your job there was booking people, right? You are a producer. Yeah, I produce. So, yeah, yeah. So you're used to talking to yeah. fames, uh, and that and that's where you know he got in contact with with us because we're kind of fame. 
But no, go on. No, he found a fucking tape with you on it in the trash can <laughs> in the hoarder house. <laughs> Covered in feces. My treasures. <laughs> uh, so, yeah, how did you approach Stu about it? Were you just like, hey, will you just call this thing? I don't want to give you details. You <laughs> yeah, will, I, I mean, I think I just it. told Stu, I said, hey, I got some friends that are doing a podcast. Can you just call in and... And I think he, what he called in, left a message or a haiku or something. Mm-hmm. Well, yeah, he called in first thinking that it was uh, just a regular voicemail thing, which yeah. it wasn't. But, I mean, I, it's okay. And then I ended up talking to him and explaining what was going on. And I was like, your, your haikus would be great. Oh, for people that might be new to the show, uh, for a good long stretch there, uh, actor uh, Stu Charno was calling in with bits of wisdom. The um, universe. The universe. It was a beautiful segment. Uh, and he hasn't done it for a while. He's moved on to doing probably better things than supporting a bunch of creeps in Ohio. Did he ever? Do you know if he ever listened to any of our show? I don't I know. If, I don't think he did. Um, but I, you know, I asked <laughs> him. I said, you know, do you want to have your own weekly segment on the show? And he was he was game for it. And you, just like, because Stu is like a little out of the world. He's like kind of like a wizard. Yeah, I don't think he. He was a perfect fit. I don't think he deals yeah. <laughs> in our reality as much. Like, does he, do you think, and he's older, do you think he even knows what a podcast is or do you think he thought it was like a radio show? I honestly have no idea. But I knew that he was, he was up for Gribblers. Oh, that would <laughs> He was definitely up for Gribblers. And I would have flown down <laughs> and filmed Gribblers. Will he be in our new film, The Ghost? <laughs> as The Ghost. I don't know. I'll, I'll the, try to reach out to him. The Gross is dad, who teaches the Gross. Gross dad. dad. Oh, I love it. But I mean, if Stu if Stu doesn't do anything else, halfway okay will be the last thing he ever did. I don't want him to ever die. No, me no. either. I want no. us to die before Stu. Well, I will pick you guys up. <laughs> He's going in for one last call. If some, if one of your friends was like, "I want you to be the one that throws my body in that burner." Would you do it? Oh, absolutely. Okay. So, you, yeah, did you ever have to deal with any... Sorry, we're just asking about corpse stories. Uh, do you, you ever have to deal with anyone you knew? I mean, I've, I've picked up people... Like, I picked up... I told you this. I don't know if I told any of this, but I picked up a guy who, who died in his recliner. I got to the house. Where you knew his son? Co- yeah, and his son yeah, was yeah. Out, out with a couple other people drinking, and he's like, Eric? I was like, oh, fuck. <laughs> Yeah, and he's like, "Hey, we went to high school together." He's like, "How you doing?" I'm like, "All right, hi, how are you?" He's like, "I'm good." Hey, man, you want a beer? What? what I'm providing the soundtrack to it. <laughs> I thought that would be a fun like beer song. It's it's very disruptive. He's a guest in our after show. My God, we're well, allowed to be disruptive on the after show. That's yeah, you're right. If you can vape, you can distract. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> if you if you were to be a killer of men, doing that job, would you have been able to dispose of the bodies without being caught? Oh, absolutely. Really? Oh, yeah. Hmm. Huh. Interesting for perhaps fiction I'm thinking of. Yeah, sexist Not fiction. real. Huh? Killer of men. <laughs> I don't think so, Danny. Yeah, like mankind. Oh, why would you want to kill Mick Foley? Hello, ladies and gentlemen, Chaney Peepee hitting it out the park. Plus, you wouldn't brag about killing women. They're so weak. Wow. Terrible arms like pterodactyls. <laughs> what are you doing? Do? 
edgelord Danny Fastball's here. Uh, that's no, it. I forgot. Women are way too frail to be able to take a joke. Wow. Wow. That's what you're saying. No, I'm not. Yeah, you are. I no. agree with you, Sean. I agree. With me? Yeah. Oh, thank you. <laughs> you just you got agree it. with that what? That women are frail. Oh, oh no, 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 no. <laughs> so we're forming sides here. Cut, 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 cut. <laughs> so one thing, since we're doing the after show, we can talk about whatever. Now, I know you're a couple episodes behind. <laughs> okay. Yeah, no, you're right. Sorry. No, what? No, you're, yes. What were we going to say? No, I guess there is no official structure of the after show. So yeah, yeah sorry, go ahead, please. Oh, well, thanks for explaining that. Thanks. So you're a couple episodes behind because obviously you're starting to realize that this is a podcast. <laughs> <laughs> last time, last, on last week's adventure, we talked about how uh, separating like art from the artist and like his with the Michael Jackson documentary coming up that Sean made me watch, but he still hasn't watched. I've been very busy. I've been entertaining. Do you find it difficult to separate art from the artist? Like, like with all these sex scams and stuff, does that ruin their art for you or the movies or music they've made? I, I guess it's case by case. I don't know. I, as a professional dead body mover, <laughs> I just want your opinion. I like Michael Jackson's music. It's still good, isn't it? Yeah. Wow. And he's super fucking gross if even half of what's in that documentary is true. <laughs> yeah. Don't watch that with your kids. Don't watch that with anybody. Yeah, wait, you, yeah. Yeah, I'd have to, I need to watch it still and see if all the things I think is in there is in there. But the point Yeesh. I was trying to get at last week, though, is I feel like art, the art is kind of its own thing. And I feel like with Sean, because I listen, when I listen back to that episode, I feel like a lot of the time you think I'm defending the artist when I'm trying to defend the art. No, I think, I think you are, I think, okay. Cause my, my view, Eric is most of the time, I can't think of it, of a, of a, of a situation where I'm not just able to be like, okay, peace out the art. In my mind, the artist is expressing a part of themselves through that art. And like, especially for someone like Michael Jackson, if you're, if, you know, you're singing about love or, or some sort of desire or something like that. Like, even if the words aren't exactly matching up with kid fucking you're, you're, you're churning in there. You're pulling some of those desires, some of that feeling out there to put through that. You know what I mean? You're, you're Wait, expressing yourself. When you listen to Michael Jackson, it makes you want to fuck kids. It does now. <laughs> it's a separate thing. <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. Don't look at me like that. Don't look at the art from the artist now, Sean. <laughs> Yeah. No, what no. about that? Jeez. When what? you when you try to be edgy and say stuff on this show, yeah, how is that not separate from you? Because they don't actually rape kids. I get that, it's, but it's still a separate thing. What, no, it's not. No, what I'm saying is, what Sean is trying to say oh is boy. that we should arrest and lock up Robert England because he kills people in, his, in their dreams. That's not because there's I'm... no difference between art and the artist. I'm saying it grosses out the songs, and it's harder to be like, oh, he's just singing about a girl he likes. Oh, he's just singing about loving and children of the future because he really thinks the children are great. He really thinks children are great. But why do like, you even you know think I mean? about him on that song? What do you mean? He's singing it. He's... Why do you keep listening to it? I don't. I'm not. I don't. I'm just thinking if it comes on. Sean has one earbud in under his headphones. <laughs> we have no idea where his hands are. Remember the time. Oh, that's a good song. Remember that one? Eddie Murphy? Anyway, all I'm saying is he's a great artist, but... That art's tainted, man. And I can't, like, it's hard for me to suss out, so, like, it's hard for me to navigate that. And I don't feel like I should have to. There's enough There's enough music. 
It's fine. Okay. I don't need to listen to Michael let's, Jackson. Let's go with who I'm assuming is a more pure artist, Stevie mm-hmm. Wonder. Okay. Even though he hung out with Michael Jackson a lot. Mm-hmm. Like, uh, what's a song of his to fuck to? You are the sunshine of my life. Okay. Oh, Stevie Wonder, right? Sure. Are you thinking of Stevie Wonder when you're listening to that song? Or are you just thinking about the song? I guess just thinking about the song, I guess. But like it but it's because it's like, okay, great, Stevie Wonder. Nothing, nothing objectable here. Nothing pinging out in my brain that this guy's a, a th- person that, that sets off some sort of like gross fight or flight response. But like, if someone is like, you know what I mean? Like, if I see a picture of Kevin Spacey now, I'm like, gahoy. You know what I mean? Why do you get aroused? I- <laughs> <laughs> I'm sorry, gahoy. That's scared. Well, uh, but you never gave a fuck about Kevin Spacey before. But he was. Pat- I don't. I, think, I thought he was a good actor. I don't think you've encountered any of these people that it's going to be hard for you to boycott or end your. And that might be true. I'm not. I wasn't like part of the fucking you know Kevin Spacey sticker book club or anything like what that. What if Bronson Pinchot did something? Would that? <laughs> would you not be able to separate Balky? You know, I don't know. Is I, there a balance to, to it where, like, if someone's a really good person, you'd like their art more? Even if it's not that good? Um, sometimes, yeah. Okay, well, I mean, if you have, like, some sort of balance. Yeah, no, it, absolutely. Like, if I knew... Uh, but then there's other times, like, I, I got into... This is a long time ago, back when I was posting really bad Facebook posts. Not the not the bangers I do now. Are you going to say Slipknot? Uh, okay. And there was this time <laughs> where I, I got... I, uh, Steve Urkel... You know, Steve, Jaleel White, right? I love Steve Urkel, even though in retrospect now, it's a little, he's... Because he's always trying to rape Laura. Yeah. Basically, he's trying to mind dominate her. Yeah. Does he ever hypnotize her in the show? I don't think so. He never does nefarious shit. That's one thing about Steve Urkel. He's just... for harassment. He's just... He's persistent. In home invasion. Well, he never touches her. Listen, they end up falling in love. It worked. Uh, So... He it's wore all, her down. Yeah, it's fine in the end. Um, at the time, I was like, I really like Family Matters, like half ironically, but mostly unironically. It's like I, I, I genuinely, it's like Saved by the Bell until you realize that, that Zach Morris is a creep too, but whatever. So I like, so I was on the new Twitter or like, you know, Twitter just like become a thing. And I was con- I was trying to find like, because I, I would, at the time I was following like Dave Coulier and like uh, Bob Saget and John Stamos. And they don't really do in much 2010, on Twitter. In 2010, Dave Coulier tweeted back to you and you were very excited. About I was. It. I almost wanted to get it a shirt or a tattoo. Uh, it was the best day of my life. No, I, hit, I tweeted to him. I said, he's like, I like you, Dave. And he was like, thanks. I like you too. And I was like, well, that's pretty great. I'm, I'm on Alanis' side. Well. <laughs> Uh, and uh, so they would they would constantly be talking back and forth with each other on there, and it was really fun because it was like, oh, this was the first time you're actually able to see into like Jaleel White and Dave Sol- Coulier. No, 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 just those three: uh, Dave Coulier, John Stamos, and Bob, uh, and Bob Saget. And they were because you know, they were always good friends during the filming of mm-hmm. uh, uh, Full House and stuff. And they were talking to each other, always joking around. And that was the first time you're actually able to like see celebs like doing this stuff and like also communicating with fans. It was cool. Um, I saw some guy like d- directly trolling John Stamos and him falling for it every time. And I was like, <laughs> fuck, dude, this is hilarious and bad. Um, and then I was always wanting Jaleel White to be on there to, to finish up my, you know, to, you know, go along with everybody else. And uh, don't meet your heroes. <laughs> don't meet your, don't meet your. So there was a Jaleel White. Lesson learned. <laughs> if, if I was your hero. If there's even a, per- a 1% 
part of it that's true. I'm just going to kill you now. It's for the best. Let your children go without a father. <laughs> Jesus Christ. Uh, so, for your own good. Yeah, for their, everyone's own. Um, and there was this Jaleel White account um, that was, like, really positive and, like, nice. And, like, and he was cool. And he tweeted back to people. Come to find out it was a fake account. And the real Jaleel White got an account before this, like, verifying was, like, a thing thing. Yeah. And he was like, you could tell it, it, it like destroyed his world because he kept on taking pictures of him at the gym, like all buffed and jacked he with the newspaper. Syndrome. <laughs> he did. <laughs> Holding like the today's newspaper and like, see, this is me right now. This other account is fake. And like being terrible about it. Anyway, he eventually forced that guy to not have his account anymore for how I don't even know how it happened. And then, so I was like, okay, cool, sweet. The real Jaleel White's on here. Let's see what you got, Jaleel. And all he was doing was like making really bad, like, like, like kind of like just shitty boner joke type jokes. And then like complaining about the portion like sizes stuff of you do soup. On the show. But not basically what you do on the show. <laughs> yeah, but you I bitch don't... about stuff and make bad jokes. But I'm not Jaleel White and I'm not Steve Urkel. Thank you. I'm just a little guy. It's a little man. And I was like, and it was late one night and I was kind of bummed out about it. And it was like six weeks after I'd gotten my uh, Jaleel White or my Steve Urkel like doll on eBay. And I was like, how much did you pay for that? It was not a lot. It was I was back in the time where like no one cared you about got nostalgia. For, you got it for MSRP. <laughs> it was I think it was honestly I think it was maybe like twenty five bucks. That's too much. Well, it was in the package. I opened it, um, and uh, and I said when you just said that you opened that toy package. Mm-hmm. Was his name Evan or Ethan? Ethan. If he still listens, <laughs> he screamed inside. <laughs> I only, okay. There's so many GI Joes. I bet. <laughs> He, so many He-Mans. A lot of Joes. Um, it's actually a problem. Uh, I'm sorry, He-Mans or He-Womans. <laughs> Thank you. He's Zers. Z-Man. Um, Zerman. Uh, and uh, and I, got, I was really feeling just salty one night, and I don't know what got into me, but I tweeted to him, and I don't have it verbatim, verbatim right now because it's like back, from, remember this. back in 2010 or 9 or 10. And I, it was basically like, <laughs> I was like, um, you know, say like, I was really excited when you when you officially came to Twitter, but man, you're really a, a bummer. Like you're really a disappointment. I thought and, you called him the. Black. No, I did that later. Oh, <laughs> and then, and then it's uh, kind of a at the time. Now it's fine. A surprising move from Sean. Well, it bummed me out, right. and uh, and then he went like bananas crazy on me started like calling me fat like hell oh, chipmunk cheek Wait, fat seriously? boy yeah oh yeah really? oh yeah and then like all of this all of his fans were like attacking me I don't too remember this. oh it was huge do you have it, this saved I, it's i mean it's back in twitter 100 i mean Sean has can, everything archived yeah i didn't archive any of this because i knew twitter has it archived if i if i pdf out all my twitter i think it'll come from that well i don't know if all the i'll have to look um well can't they delete stuff and then it'll disappear from that archive I think our accounts oh, get boy. deleted. Yeah, if accounts get deleted. You should fucking archive that. You have old AOL instant message conversations archived. Yeah, I do. Well, I'll go back. Uh, uh, Jaleel White's still on Twitter. But still, you should have backup copies of your feud with Jaleel White. <laughs> My claim to fame. I, I feel terrible about it now. It's because it's stupid. But anyway. That's what claims to fame is you You got into a bitch fight with <laughs> Jaleel White on Twitter. What did you call him? Someone I like. Well, hold on. Oh. So, so then there's uh, – so we kept on going back and forth, and I was like – I wasn't offended by any of this. I was just like, this is fucking crazy. These need and to be in a friendship club. 
Who? What? This needs to be in the friendship club for the imps to. All right. And I'll try to find it. That's got a lot of work. Okay, I'll find it. Um, And anyway, so then I took a picture of me cuddling with my Steve Urkel doll. (laughs) And I posted that in the thing. And I was like, don't worry, Steve. I still believe in you. Because he also started making fun of the fact that, like, I was following, like, Bob Saget and Dave Coulier. And he was like, like, this guy needs to separate reality from TV. And I'm like, why the fuck do you think people are following you, idiot? Right? (laughs) Oh, did you hear about Steve Urkel? He likes to, or Jaleel White, he likes to fuck and he hates small soups. Like, what? I'm not interested in that idiot asshole. I'll give me, give me some irk. And uh, and I fucking still watch that show when I moved it to CBS to die. Fuck when him. you when you sent that photo that reminded him of the Steve Urkel thing, <laughs> that made it so much worse to oh, him. I know. Well, now he's now he's embraced it. Finally, I think he got it. Or, or really? he saw. Yeah, he's embraced the Urkel thing. Or Someone he saw needs the money to in it. Help Dustin Diamond do the same thing. Dustin, speaking of, so then screech with four R's or whatever he has to do now. So the. <laughs> So this is Eric's still here, by the way. I I, on, I saw Screech do stand up once. Oh. How bad was it? It was it was bad. It was bad. He was just talking about shit about everybody. I, so we, I, I imagine him just like this talking bad about SNL, right? That lady or guy, or not SNL, but just say by the bell. Tiffany Amber Thiessen wouldn't fuck me. Lucy, <laughs> no, her her mom was fat, and she was a, a stage mom, and, <sighs> and just, yeah, he's going off. Salty Pocket Knife. That's his band. Um, did you see them ever? No. Oh, weird. That's that sucks. They should have. I got freaky tickets to see him. I didn't. Oh, <laughs> is that true? Yeah, for oh, the radio show. Poor... Oh, yeah, radio show. Um, so this feud. So then this feud. So in it, it, it lasted for a good like day and a half. It felt like it might not have been, but it was. It was. I woke up the next day and it was still going on. And I was like, and then I said, uh, I, <laughs> I tw- the last thing I tweeted to him was uh, was, and I was like. <sighs> It was like it was, I was just like you know it's just a real bummer that you know I kind of thought you know better of you or something like that and I said and I was like and I was like uh, I thought you were gonna be end up being cool but it turns out you're just like the you're just the black dust and diamond which is kind of fucked up <laughs> in retrospect um, and then he wrote that's me that's gonna be the tweet that comes back to you when we're famous <laughs> as a podcast when I when I finally run for office. <laughs> Um, and then here, okay. So this is this is uh, if you want to try to look for these yourself, folks and, and gentlemen, don't uh, be in the friendship club. No, maybe uh, is the the he sent me a direct message at this point. He uh, from on eleven three two thousand ten. This is before you had to actually be friends with the Did person. Say what time he sent it to you? Uh, Seven seventeen p.m. And um, and he said, uh, uh, yeah, he said Saturday morning ain't prime time with. Prime time, but with dollar signs on on, by, on the front and end of uh, of prime time. Saturday morning ain't prime time. Know that smiley face. The Dustin Diamond story is a sincerely sad one, so I will not touch that. Peace out. And then he blocked me. But now I follow. So he him actually, and I tried to respond. He to him. actually was kind of not terrible in the message to you there. I don't know what the fuck the shit about primetime means, but I, I think you saying because Dustin Diamond was on Save with the Bell, it was fucking a Saturday morning, like at eleven o'clock after all the cartoons, and then he was on prime time, which is still it's Friday oh. night on ABC. <laughs> it's like okay, buddy. Nine well, nine I mean, o'clock. Family Matters on... was the biggest thing. For sure, a while. no, it's still. I mean, it's still on fucking TV. Also, huh. Save with the Bell. Uh, so that that is. Uh, Have you tried to reach out to him since? I think at some point, like maybe like in. Like 
handful of years ago, I, I said something like, hey, sorry. I don't know if you remember me, sorry. Because I felt stupid. Did you say anything? No. Uh, but yeah, so uh, he's my best friend. <laughs> Jill White. Eric, you need to get Jaleel White on this show. I will for work us. on that. And I can I for an on-air apology from from him, him. from yeah. me. No, I want to apologize to him. I shouldn't have done. Or who was in the wrong here? He was. Do you think so? Absolutely. Everyone's fragile, man. If you oh, got on there after s- fighting to get your Twitter uh, identity that was stolen by some other person who was doing it better than you, and you come back, and then the first thing you're met with is some pudgeoid that's like super into TV, apparently, uh, starts like being like, "You're not who I thought you were." How else are you going to perceive that? I don't know. Like, I feel bad. Ignore it. Yeah, not respond. Oh, hmm. I guess <laughs> fuck him, huh? Yeah. <laughs> fuck Julia White. Yeah. So that's um. One of my greatest moments, greatest triumphs. If I had the, if I had the buzz cord and I'd play the dog song and some applauses. There we go. Thank you, Danny. Trying to think of something for applause. Oh, I'll, I'll hook you up. There we go. <laughs> so, so yeah. So I guess what? Uh, I don't know where I. Well, I don't know how I even got started on that story, but I don't even. I don't either. Kevin Spacey? Mm, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, Eric, <laughs> do you separate the art from the artist? Not anymore. <laughs> Sean's won you over. So you can't watch Family Matters anymore? No. Oh, without, no. Oh, no. Without, no. Yeah, 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 yeah. Without feeling fat? No. <laughs> That's funny. I always feel fat. Um, no, I guess that was my point is even after that bad exchange, I still watch Family Matters. I still proudly display my Erky. So basically what you're saying is you love Kevin Spacey still, no matter what. Yeah. <laughs> Honestly, he gave a gift to those boys. Okay. Oh. No, I'm sorry. Look, look, man, I'm joking. I'm an edgy comedy a public guy. apology. Sorry. With feeling. Sorry. Do you have to do like a press release apology? Um, I'm up. I did not as it, have as goes. sexual relations with that joke. <laughs> Perfect. <laughs> <laughs> Good night, everybody. Oh, not, oh, we're not ending the yeah. show? Okay. Well, I'm Tell us more stories there. Jesus. Um, <laughs> can you talk about the jo- other jobs you've been doing? Or no? No. Okay. He's a hitman. He's a professional hitman player yeah. on Steam. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Specializes in tomato soup cans to the back of the dome. Tell us uh, more gross stories. <laughs> I, I don't know. I mean, God, there's... Dance gross monkey. Did we go through all the list? Yeah, I mean, all the ones I thought of. I mean, I, there are some that are coming to me, but I don't know how entertaining they'll be. What about the... Probably the, pretty you, good. You told me Hold one. on. Does it, they have dead bodies in them? <laughs> yeah. Then yeah, the one that comes to my mind right now is uh, <laughs> this guy um, either wanted to die, to die by suicide by cop, but he chose to just jump off the bridge into the river. Better choice. Um, you would want to die in the river. And I'm not going to make some a dead body in water yourself. He, your greatest fear. Uh, okay, actually, okay. Well, this one is okay. Big deal. He. What if you jumped in a well? His mouth opened <sighs> underneath you. Oh. I don't. I don't want to have poor cops shoot me. I'm not even black. Oh, poor cops! You know they wouldn't know how to deal with it. Poor cops are such heroes. The militaries are such heroes too. But oh, oh bother! 
No, I'm just saying I don't I don't want them to actively have to murder me and like not and have to deal with Give that. Give something to do. Oh, I, here's here, wait, I, I, here's, here's another river one. Okay, this guy. Oh, you didn't even finish that story because Sean interrupted it, it, it was, you. It was. He jumped off a bridge. He jumped off a bridge. He was in the water for a while. They couldn't find him. They finally found him. How big was he when you found him? He was average size, but the thing is that um, he had skin slippage. Yeah. So what I we sluice or sluicage or what is it called? Skin slippage. Oh. So basically, I grabbed his. There's a term like that. Grabbed right? his arms, and and when I was pulling his arms, his skin just kind of like like you're taking off a long glove, but inside out. Basically, what you're telling me, yeah, free gloves. Yeah, and it was, <laughs> but it was still hooked to his fingernails, you know. Free gloves with nails. Yeah. But another river story is, this guy was on ooh, his. Ooh, ooh, a ghost, <laughs> a ghost. Yeah. It, it's a spirit, so you know it can only uh-huh. manipulate you a little bit. Yeah. But it's what it tries to do is pull. Your uh, forearm and hand skin off with nails, so it can wear them and nail It'll, it'll still get stuck on your fingernails, though. I need some yeah. gloves. Yeah. I need some gloves for yeah, mother's what... party. I'm a ghost. Need the gross, some wet gloves. The gross starring Stu Charno this summer. <laughs> this is He's going to be the same character from Friday the Thirteenth Part Two. Sweet. Penny raid. Uh, so, so what about a river? Oh, um, yeah. This guy had he was he had this boat he was living on, and um, whoa, and he like a houseboat or just a boat? Just a boat. I mean, it was it was kind of like just shitty boats yeah. altogether that people live on. Like oh, that's right, because you live in a place where you can do. I'm I'm thinking yeah. of like the the creek or like you know the lakes and stuff here where people just have like a pontoon, no, or it's something. A, yeah, lame. It's on the river. This is like a. Okay. Yeah. Um, so anyway, he was on his boat. He slipped off, fell. No one could find him. This is like in December. So in April, almost to May, we get a call. Some, I guess some, some junkie called 911 and said, hey, there's this body floating around. Um, we got there. The police were there. And the guy, I guess, had been, you know, he went down and he, his body got full of, you know, the sand, dirt, you know, filled him up. But then somehow we got dislodged and he... Came floating up, and we he got there. Like, cho- like nibbled up. No, we don't have piranhas or anything like that. We're just regular fish. I'm just kidding. No, uh-huh. no. Um, I didn't really look. Since it was nighttime, um, <sighs> but we we got down there. You were taking a photo with your phone? No, but I was on the news. The news was filming us. Oh. I have a picture of it actually. Yeah, you think you showed it to me? Yeah. So that's why you can't just take selfies with the bodies because the fucking news will show up <laughs> yeah, and ruin it. News. Um. So anyway, we got so the guy's down there, and uh, we had to get him out. But he keeps um, he, since he was underwater for so long. Every time we try to hook him, he just starts like coming apart, like pulled pork. Using fishing poles. We had yeah, we hooked stuff, and so we finally got a hold of him, and we're trying to pull him up. Um, oh my god, that's so fucking gross. And he's he's just like he's just falling apart like like a loose meat sandwich. He, he's just he's falling apart like Patsy Cline over here. <laughs> Um, we finally get him on, on our cot, but we can't, there's these steep stairs from the dock to go back up to where our van was parked. And so we had to put him on the back of a police boat and I almost fell in the water with him, <laughs> but thankfully I was grabbing. Imagine but... if that was you, Sean, falling in the water with this dead fucking ball of <laughs> dead body. So fun. It's gross, man. That's yeah. really bad. I wore sleeve protectors, but it did not. I mean, they didn't do anything. I was just covered in. Liquefied human. Yeah. God, I'm horny. You guys horny? Sluice. <laughs> I feel like sluice is a body word. 
Sluice? Like sluice, sluice is like a a loosening of like flesh or something. Sluiceal ball. Like I think if you like deflesh a body, it would be like a sluice. There's some word like that. <laughs> Look it up, kids. <laughs> what other stories do I have? I um I was holding Sean this one earlier. Um this old lady had died. It was summertime. Um we got there, the police were there, and uh they needed to take pictures of her and she was laying face down. So we started pulling her like Velcro off her carpet and all these flies just started coming out and my partner was talking and a fly flew in his mouth and he sw- swallowed it. This is a fucking cannibal now. Yeah. <laughs> He's killed. He's eaten afterwards. He's got uh, the taste. You, do, you told me one about plumbing. Oh, yeah. Okay. This one's terrible. This guy. He... He was at home, and he put out all his uh, his pornography, all these hunks, in magazines, Honcho, and all these. What year on... is this? <laughs> we doing this have, in the he 60s? He didn't have Wi-Fi. Okay. Um, so we got there, and he's he's just sitting. He's just sitting there with a shocked look on his face. And uh, because I guess someone had found him, and he wasn't responding, but he just had this shocked look. His eyes were open. and um, Come to find out, we're trying to move him. He's just not moving. Um, come to find out that he had a, a plunger and he was kind of like, kind of easing. Delta one with the, like, he just didn't yeah. have a chair, his own chair. Yeah. And, but he was on hardwood floors. That thing was stuck Suction, down. Yeah. And, Smart. And <laughs> well, his feet must've been really sweaty because his, uh, heels slid out and he went. Oh. So right he impaled down. himself. He impaled oh. himself. Yeah. That's so fucked up. At and least, it was a, it was a, it was, it was a wooden handled, yeah, plunger like a Mario yeah. plunger. The good thing is though, like it would have been like fast, like the traditional impaling. It was <sighs> a slow process where it was just your body's weight slowly pulling you down, not like the force of falling. I wonder if he came. <laughs> Eric did. <laughs> I, you know, there, Raunchy, Raunch. there was a guy. There was this guy. Um, Another hoarder. He was sitting at. He was this huge, huge guy, and he was sitting at his computer desk, his chair, and he had just gotten done eating like this, like this cake that you can, you know, cheapo cake that you can get like a Safeway or something. Sounds pretty good so far. Just got done raiding in World of Warcraft. (laughs) But we took him to the funeral home. We're just making fun of dead people. (laughs) Well, dead people in that. Yeah, we we took him to the funeral home. All right, he's been dead for a while. We took him to the funeral home, and uh, and the medical examiner was like. Oh, he's coming. And we're looking at him. And yeah, he's just he's just laying there coming. What? <laughs> what? Sean's coming right <laughs> I did. Ooh, sensitive. No, wait, what? Okay. What? You can just do that? Apparently. Apparently. I don't know. It was. I imagine he It had... wasn't like some like fountain or anything, but I mean, it was like it's coming out. I imagine he had something built up. And then it was just like in death, like he loved muscles. that cake. <laughs> <laughs> um, we had another uh, twice. Okay, this happened, has happened twice. Once uh, this, we got to the emergency room. This guy died having sex with his girlfriend. The nurse is like, "Okay, uh, you know, his girlfriend and, and her mother here, um, and his wife also showed up." Mm-hmm. So there's that. Um, yeah, I picked up people, guys who died having sex before, and their wives are standing there with their robes on, saying, "I don't, I don't know what happened." And you walk in there, and it's just like a tent. They were fucking in a tent? No, he saw it as hard on. His oh, <laughs> oh, yeah, everything. Well, you know what? Out. At least she can finish up. 
For once. <laughs> Am I right, ladies? Um, <laughs> there was a... Okay. <laughs> I don't... There's... I don't... It was actually appropriate. It's kind of sexual. It's good. That's good. I... There, there was a guy who hung himself in his closet, but... Hold on, time out. This one fits, too. All right. Old bones. <laughs> uh, there was a guy who hung himself in his closet, and... Um, you always say hung. Hanged. Hanged. I he like... hanged himself in his closet. Thank you. Uh, it's one of those, like... Yes. Snobby things that irritates me. I apologize. No, no, you're absolutely right. It um, makes you sound like Sean. He I... hanged himself in his closet, <laughs> and we, my my partner and I, were shocked that there was still an unopened uh, bag of Swedish fish. Oh, and I was like, why didn't you eat this? Huh? Yeah. Oh, he just yeah. Hmm. The imps want more. <laughs> Tell them more, Eric. I'm just racking my brain. I'm sorry that Swedish fish story wasn't anything. Uh, <laughs> No, that's you're, that's good. You're just hungry. It's yeah. details, you know. It's uh, it's neat, weird details. Did you take one? No. Have you ever taken anything? No. Because I feel like as a bone bagger, it's kind of like the it's your tip. One eight hundred got junk people who can kind of take the shit that they want. <laughs> yeah. Okay. I just, I just, I just. Okay. Um. I guess that's thievery. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. You, yeah. You don't, you don't want to. I mean, that's I couldn't. We're I from couldn't. Ohio. You were making enough money. You don't need to steal their baubles. <laughs> I, I, okay, there's, there's another call that I remember. We this guy had died, another guy on his computer chair, um, and we get we walk in the house and it's like um, just blood everywhere. You know how you make you make like just regular pasta and if you leave it, it's got that kind of like that film on top. Yeah, you know you know what I'm talking about when you boil no, noodles. Are you talking about like when blood is set for a while in the film? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> well, <laughs> when I'm making blood pasta. Yeah. Okay. So. Um, you know, we get all suited up and everything. And it was this, this guy, is his first call. And so I'm taking him over. I said, okay, just do what I say. You know, we'll get this guy out. And he'd been dead for a long time. And so I said, hold on to this chair. I'm going to pull him out. And as I did it, you know, again, like Velcro. Uh. But um, as I'm doing it, all these maggots fall out of his ass. All over. Okay. He slips out of my hand, falls on the ground. Under his bed. His metal, his, and his, so he's got this metal bed frame. I go to pick him up, and I kind of pick him up too fast, and the metal bed frame gets caught on his on his uh, on his head and rips all his skin off. <laughs> uh oh! <laughs> and we were slipping and sliding, and it was. Find the Beach Boys songs or Dick Dale. <laughs> yeah, that's another one. Um, Did that guy end up staying with the job, or? Yeah, he he ended up staying. He stayed. Yeah, we got another one where a, a woman. Um, Died in her apartment, and from the top of her head down to her breast was all skeleton. Oh. And maggots had like gone and made their way down the hall, and then into the bathroom, and up and over the bathtub into the tub. It was like this maggot trail. Weird. Oh. It was really weird. And the cool thing about mag or maggots is so maggots. How maggots. do they work? <laughs> <laughs> you put it. So you put the person in the cooler for a while, but when you pull them out, it sounds like popcorn because the maggots trying to get warm, so they kind of like. Jumps like, oh god, it's so vile. We live where reality is so bad, isn't it? Yeah. Isn't it crazy though? Like, think of how fucked up a human body is, and like this just like exists. Yeah, comes out of smaller things, and 
then it goes back to the earth, and then it comes back out of the earth. And you've been hearing that popping that's been happening throughout this segment. That's uh, maggots. Those little maggots hopping and popping. Trying to warm up in your headphones <laughs> or your car speakers. Oh, God. Could I, you imagine? Are your uh, boombox that you're carrying over your shoulder as you listen to this <laughs> podcast walking down the street? Yeah, it's... It was a trip. Well, now stories are just flooding back, but keep, yeah. keep them going. Oh, cool. Yeah, let's keep going. I don't got to edit they're not this really shit. story. I mean, they're not like, okay. Uh, one guy got, he was on his way to work early in the morning, got hit by a car, car took off. He's dead laying there and his phone's going off. His work's calling him. His wife's calling him. Oh, no. And we're like, you, you know, it's like, you have no idea what's going on. Um, That's so sad. I answered it. And I was like, Hey, he's dead. Did you really? No, no. <laughs> and they were like, well, we still need someone to make this payment for this uh, electric bill. Would you, uh, what would have happened if you had answered it? Is there like policies and stuff for things like that? I mean, if I did answer the phone and say, oh, hey, this is, you know, funeral home. I'd, well, I would have you grabbed his wallet and found his name and be like, oh, hey, this is Mark. I can't talk right now, honey. Uh, do me a favor and leave a bunch of money on the porch. <laughs> I'll explain later. Definitely live. See ya. <laughs> That's like the opposite of those stories where like, uh, there's like a big train wreck and they can't get to bodies. And there's like all these phone calls from a dead person's phone that they can't explain. I've, uh, split my pants in front of families, uh, picking up bodies. Oh, one time my partner and I actually split our pants twice. I mean, at the same time, poor ass are just hanging out. (laughs) Did they laugh? They did. They laughed a little bit. That's good. I don't wear underwear, so. Oh, well. (laughs) One good thing though, about splitting your pants while doing that job is you can always say your loved one is dead and then they'll forget. (laughs) It's, it's, it's. So you're not embarrassed for long. I mean, I am, but what can I do? Yeah. Uh, do you want to do it? Yeah, right. You paid me. I came out. I still get this. Do you ever get? Do you ever get tips? That's well, well, no. Sometimes, I mean, people have like given us tips and stuff like that. One time, a woman we got this call. This old man had died, and this and this guy was like, "Hey, my mom's at home. Can you just wait for us? We'll get there and stuff." So we got there, and she was sitting there with us. She's very old and she's like you boys want a twinkie and i was like well you know i haven't had a twinkie in years of course so we sat there ate a twinkie and talked to her and she's like you guys want a twinkie like oh yeah we'll have another twinkie four twinkies let's keep this going (laughs) four four twinkies in her son shows up and uh starts talking with us and we've got yeah alzheimer's Alzheimer's. and she just keeps offering us twinkies jesus Uh, i'm sorry about my mom She's running through all our money. We keep having to restock the Twinkies. <sighs> well, life is sad, but pretty at the same time. No, it's scary. Mean. I don't like it. That lady, that poor lady sitting on there offering Twinkies is just kind of like like a record that's stuck on her favorite song. <laughs> Good night, ladies and gentlemen. We're not really done. Okay, can we I just wanted to say that. <laughs> can we please be done? This is way it's, too long. It just sounded really good, didn't it? it? It's very, very good. It's a great way to end it. Oh, thank you very much. Everyone, thank you so much for coming out. Okay, good night. Thank you, Eric. Thank you. Thank you, Danny. Still love you, bitch. And thank you to all the little imps out there. We love you, imps. Bye.
Monday.